Yeah, you ready? We'll just jump right into it. I was born ready. Uh, I'll pl- I've got a little theme to song that'll play at the end. Is it good? I think. It's been a long time since I've I've done it. This sounds like um, Master of Puppets by Metallica. Metallica actually did come in to do the theme song for this podcast. And uh, I got them in the studio. I said, you know, fire away, boys. Just get me a great theme song. And they played that. I said, that was great. Uh, Well, Well done. Well done. Cheers to James Metallica. Well, then I heard Master of Puppets. And I... It was just, this was a few days later, so I called the band, and I was like, uh, <laughs> fellas, that Pokemon podcast theme song you made me, sound awful like one of your old songs. You wouldn't, you wouldn't just come into the recording studio, take all of the money I paid you, and, uh, and just use an old piece of one of your songs, would you? Because I can't use that. And they were like, uh, we're, sorry, we're not here right now. Beep. And I was like, well, if it was an answer phone, it would have played before I had a chance to say anything, wouldn't it? It's obviously <laughs> it's obviously you lot there just just I mean, pretending what? to be an answer phone after you've heard what, what I had what to say. Gave it away? What gave it away? Because Master of Puppets obviously that was that was made when I was two months old in nineteen eighty six. Right. When when did they record it for you? There were, this was a couple of days ago. Ah. Uh, yeah. Just rehashing the classics. I don't know if this is the podcast yet. Let's do an official start for the podcast in case it's not. Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to How I Would Wine and Dine. What the fuck are you doing? What are you, are you starting to think? This? Oh my God. You're like a fashioned highwayman. You just hijacked the whole thing there. Oh, it's incredible. No, you go, go ahead. Oh, my God. It's too late now. I'm already the alpha it. male energy it. you just exert over me. It's incredible. I feel. <laughs> <Ooh>. uh, <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to. They said it wouldn't happen. They said it couldn't be done. They said it wouldn't be done. And they, some of them said it shouldn't be done. Uh, it's another episode of How I Would Cook and Eat Every Single Pokemon. I'm your host. My name's Josh. Uh, I'm still alive. And uh, with me, sadly deceased, is uh, is my good friend Dave. No, Dave. I'm okay. I'm going to get serious for a second here. You remember this podcast? I remember something about it. Something uh, about just over a year ago. In fact, I'm looking at the date right here. 5th of May, 2019. I was like, hey, wouldn't it be funny to make a, uh, make a new podcast talking about how I would cook and eat every single Pokemon? And... Uh, Maybe I'll maybe I'll only cover the the okay. First of all, before I, before I start this bit, you remember Pokemon? I mean, I'm glad you're adding these disclaimers in. I do, I do. It's been uh, a tumultuous year, but I do remember Pokemon. Boy, 2020, and this is the first podcast that's ever come out in 2020. I said 2020 oh, there. Yeah. I said 20 two different ways. I feel like you know you can drop the T or you can keep the T. You can say 2020 or you can say 2020. And what I've done is. It's sort of, I've done sort of a class thing where I've brought the two together and I'm like, the first half of the year was like a working man's, it was like a 20, welcome to 20. 
second half though i was like but hey don't turn away from this if, you, if you're a nobleman a very empathetic way of approaching things because clearly you dropped the tea but you picked it back up like a good boy i did i uh yeah i uh it fell out of my pocket and it's one of those things where you ever find money on the ground and you're like hey if i just found money on the ground and then you realize hey the money that was in my pocket is no longer there even if you do second rule Sometimes you'll even find money in someone else's pocket that isn't in yours. And, uh, and that's what Fagan taught me all those years ago when I was an urchin on the streets of Victorian London. Um, <laughs> you still are. Where were we? We're, we're being very... <laughs> okay, here's another thing. And I just want to put an aside to this as well. I know we're on two asides already, but uh, we're going to be efficient with this i can't say exactly why yet because we've not got around talking about why this exists and what this is but let me just say this is going to be very efficient so back to the second layer of tangent uh you remember pokemon i do remember the Pokemon. you were as a as a child did you play pokemon i played the pokemon yeah i played the pokemon i collected the pokemon cards Mm -hmm. what the pokemon cartoon series show yes uh, which featured the pokemon in cartoon form yeah um uh, constructed an elaborate heist in Swansea, wherein we stole hundreds of pounds worth of Pokemon cards. Is that true? Is that real? It is. I mean, I, I, listen, I don't want to put a stop on the show before it's even begun yet again, but i got to hear about this. Uh, I can't incriminate myself anymore. I'll tell you in person. Okay, I'll tell you what. If, uh, if there's a lull in this episode at some point, uh, which we're both professionals, uh, we're both uh, seasoned there entertainers, will there will not be. If there is, though, I'm just going to shout the word heist and uh, you've got to tell that story. Um, I'll probably forget what I've, talking, what I've been talking about. I also may just shout the word heist because uh, I, love, I love the Oceans franchise. It's in the Oceans <laughs> movies? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Well, and I don't think, and there's, there's a few they haven't made oh, in that. Oh, uh, hold on, ladies. Ladies, ladies, ladies. I thought about this the other day. You've got so you've got the original. Well, first of all, you've got the original, original oceans. Original and best. Eleven. Is it? Yeah. I've never seen it. It's like nine hours long and <laughs> nothing to do for anyone. It's great. Uh, that's that's also the, uh, <laughs> the the hopes I have for this episode of a podcast. Um, well, uh, well, there's the uh, the oceans trilogy, the George Clooney's, uh, the Clooney movies. Uh, where you've got Ocean's Eleven, and then they made Ocean's Twelve and Ocean's Thirteen as the sequels. Uh, you've got the whole gang. You've got George Clooney, uh, Brad Pitt, always eating it. Matt Damon's there. He is. He was. There's, was he? there's the yeah. brothers, Casey Affleck and not Ben Affleck, but uh, Scott something. Affleck. Scott Affleck is <laughs> there. Uh, I think there is like a ninja on the team. There's a guy uh, who can jump. There's uh, Don Cheadle doing a uh, like a like a horrible yeah. English accent. There's an old man on the team. There's Elliot Gould is there. I don't know if he counts as one of the eleven. I think he does. He's the one who just sits though. <laughs> there's uh, there's got to be two other guys, and I don't remember who they are. It's one of them a lady. I don't think so. I don't think there's Carl any. Rainer. Carl Rainer. Uh, I'm sorry to say that's who I meant as the old as as when I just said old man. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Oldman. And by the way, you are listening to uh, the most important uh, final episode of How I Could Can Eat Every Single Pokemon, where we where we attempt to list the characters of Ocean's Eleven. Uh, but anyway, the point <laughs> is that there were those 
there were those, uh, there were those three. There was 11, 12, 13. Then they bring out Ocean's 8 with the ladies this time. Have you seen uh, it? I haven't seen it, I'm sorry to say. It has just come out on Amazon Prime. Other what services are available. Have you so steered me towards this conversation? So you could, are you one of these Prime guys? I'm actually Jeff Bezos. You're about to, you're about to drop a code, aren't you? What would you do if I took my face off and I was Jeff Benzo? You know, I would probably ask you for some money, and I'm not ashamed to admit mm-hmm. that. I would just I would get down. No. I would get down on my knees, pathetic tears running down my face, like a like a just a diseased dog, and ask <laughs> ask for just a scrap of change. Uh, I haven't seen the Ocean's Eight, but I was wondering when I when I saw it, I was like, how did they come across it? How did you know? How they come across the number eight? I realized what it is. Think about what's between eight and eight and eleven. For, this is for this is what for you maths eds out there. Between <laughs> eight and eleven, you got nine and ten. Perfect room for a trilogy. They were they were they they gave themselves enough space for a lady trilogy. Yeah. That's why I mean, there are other numbers, but I guess then you'll be going. The cast will just be through the roof. Ideally, you you want to start with Ocean's One. It's just a, a stand up. It's, it's just, just a one man show on the stage. Yeah, it's just a uh, you know the heist is just Clooney trying to jack laughs from the audience. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, the, the the clever thing is they don't even realize they laughed. You know, it's one it's one of those tricky like heist things where he goes up on stage and it looks like he bombs. He like tells a couple of jokes about uh, Ellen or something, and they're like, ah, get out of here. And then like as he walks off, you here's the thing: you're expecting Clooney to be upset that this has happened, but wouldn't you know it? He's got a smirk on his face. This this guy's sporting a cheesy grin, and you're like, ah, hang on. And then the film whoop. Rewinds back. We see that actually, the guy, the guy somehow, some way, weaselled a few laughs out of those groans and moans. And uh, the next, no, here's the thing: the guy before him who came on absolutely killed it. Uh, it was Clooney in makeup. Okay. He was wearing big fake teeth, big uh, like a silly wig. You see flashback. He takes them off. And the laughs he got from that were even sweeter than the ones he would have got by himself. <laughs> and he just, uh, it's like, dum, 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 as he like walks out. Just looking at the camera. Just Smack looking away. at the camera. And he says directly to the camera, I got to get another guy. Cut to Oceans <laughs> 2. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, oh, that's where we were. Uh, so you used to play Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that we got onto heists. <laughs> this heists is, uh, is more fun. If this was wait. how we would eat and cook and eat every cast member from Ocean's Eleven. Okay, well we got to do that one. <laughs> we got to do that one next. Maybe we'll tag that on at the end. If this one, I'm hoping to keep this one under uh, to a tight five minutes. So uh, we'll uh, we'll maybe see if we have time to tag that on at the end. Uh, yes, because they were historically five minutes. So you're going to keep them five minutes. Do all of them in one episode under five minutes. If, the epi- if this episode, uh, the, the kind people out there are listening to now, is a second longer than five minutes, you have permission to go to to Dave's Twitter account at Eggdog. And just lambast him with the most foul images he's ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm into that. (laughs) He's into it. Uh, 
So, uh, <laughs> shit. I'm not bothered. I'm going to take off this jumper. There are different stages of Pokemon. And I'm explaining this as David's taking off his, his the lighthouse style uh, tunic. You've got the original Pokemon, the original and best. And baby, 90s kids remember 150 Pokemon. Wait a second. 151, because can't, can't forget about Mew. I loved the Pokemon as a child. I uh, had Pokemon Red, the game. I, uh, I had a large laminated poster of the Pokemon. And I mean, what better sign is there than that, that uh, the poster was laminated? I needed this thing oh, protected. Yeah. You could check them off when you'd seen them. When you're a child, <laughs> you know what kids are like. They're rambunctious, foolish. They, they spill fluids and liquids of all kinds all over everything. Let's just say if you've got a, uh, if you've got a, a, a sugar cube you wish to keep dry to stop it from uh, losing any of that, that famous cuboid shape, <laughs> you don't want it in the house with a child because a child will wet that cube. <laughs> wet that cube. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, great new game show for kids. <laughs> Don't wear that cube. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I was a big fan of the. I used to collect the Pokemon cards as well. I don't think I ever played it because I think the game was was incomprehensible to me as a child. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I don't remember actually playing the game, mm. but you know, pretty pictures, pretty great pictures. Think, some of them were shiny. You remember what? the shinies? I remember the shines. I remember the little, the little point scoring card things you get, the little, little beads that you would put down. I think it was oh. like in one of the big things. Oh, now there is something about beads, yeah. Because the, I'll give you wow. the answer. The first second you said beads, I thought this guy's You're right. a freaking idiot. There's no beads what, what in the game. What is he talking about? <laughs> but, but then you, but then I thought about it, and yeah, there's something to do with beads, isn't there? Yeah. They're like, what are they, little colored pebbles? Like little flat marbles. Yeah. Remember? No, what the the fuck was that about? I wasn't collecting them, but I know I had some. Yeah, you can't get away with that these days. Oh my God. What were they doing trying to get kids to play with pebbles in with a card game? This is run by Big Pebble. By the way, speaking of, with the the clarity of an adult, I saw a a clip from the show Yu-Gi-Oh! the other day. And we will this we will be getting on to how we would cook it every single Pokemon within these five minutes. Uh, but uh, I saw a clip from Yu-Gi-Oh! And uh, Pokemon, I mean, they built a show around it where it's like an adventure with these different monsters and he's, he's still collecting them. There's still the idea of collecting. But, you know, you, you then have the cards in the game and you're like, oh, you know, it ties into the show, makes the kids want to do it. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a show about them literally playing the card game that they sell to you. The people in Yu-Gi-Oh! They had a little bit. Of the actual cards. <laughs> but they're playing the, the card. They pull out the real cards that you buy. How can you add to that? <laughs> you, it's Pokemon, like the ultimate. Pokemon, you got a flat card. Mm. The cartoon, it's uh, a real version of that card. Exciting, brilliant. Mm. Yu-Gi-Oh! What's a step down from a card? What's actually in the game? Uh-huh. Uh, clearly the card is the elevated version of the game that you buy. So, exactly. maybe rocks. They should have had pebbles. I think that brings in, us back to the pebbles in Pokemon. Not in the game, but in the show. Just covering all places. Anyway, there's the original 150. 151, sorry. My God. Then they brought out some new Pokemon at some point, And they added another 150, or another 151. And that took it to levels of either being 301 or 302 Pokemon. It was too many. 
they did more after that. They wouldn't stop. They couldn't stop. They were addicted. The people, if you if you went to the Game Freak offices back in the uh, 90s, the early 2000s, these guys would be done with a, making a match of Pokemon. Within weeks, they'd be having withdrawal symptoms. They'd be on the ground shaking. They're just going the to design more Pokemon. The place is an absolute mess. All the and windows are They tried out. all kinds of things. But walking, rocking back and forth in the chairs. Bottles of piss, feces in the corner. Oh my it god, was it was. I mean, that sounds pretty good to me, but, but uh, they found there was nothing like the fix of just making a new Pokemon. These guys were making. I believe there are now. How many Pokemon are there? I'm going to Google it. How many? There's a hundred. There's a million. I'm going to ask you to make a real guess because both okay, of those are, are what I would consider ridiculous. I would say there's 743. What if I told you there was there's more than that? I would be sick at my ass. Not, not loads and loads more, but there are more. Is it over a thousand? It's not over a thousand. There are 807 Pokemon now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a weird number. It's a, it is a weird number. It's because they keep tacking those extra ones on. It's DLC, that's what that is. It's DLC. Uh, don't look cool. Uh, don't look cool. Don't look cool, because then... That's how you get attacked by Pokemon. Uh, they hate uh, the, the Fonz in particular. And now we're getting into the podcast, by the way. This is us now getting into the podcast. Somewhere Although, first, before you do that, before you do oh, that. Yeah, of course, of course. These guys making Pokemon, they're good at it. They're men and women with mm. actual good jobs, mm. with a skill. Why don't you try and come out with a Pokemon right now? Okay. Uh, big egg. All right, that's pretty good. That's great, actually, uh, and and great yeah. for this show because you, I mean, how how to eat that? <laughs> it explains itself. There it's are plenty of ways to eat eggs. It works. It works really well um, through an audio medium. Mm. Oh Although, yeah, actually, describe it, describe it for me. Uh, I crack it in a pan. Describe the Pokemon. Oh, the Pokemon. Sorry, uh, it's a big egg. Uh, imagine, okay, imagine a normal sized egg I'm in your mind's eye. Like a 3D egg. Can you do that? Three dimensions. Three dimensions. What sort of size are you imagining? Medium. Expand it. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Grow that egg in your mind. What size is it now? Large. You're on the right track, but baby, you're still thinking too small for me. Get that egg bigger in your mind. I'm going to massage my temples. Mm -hmm. Get that egg up to the size. And now maybe it's going to start to be at the point where you can't even equate it to the size of an egg anymore. You're going to have to start thinking about the object that's the size of. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about the size of a 995 Nissan Micra. That's a little too big, I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> wow, I was going to go to maybe grapefruit. Uh, I'm out here trying to think of Pokemon. You're out here thinking of monstrosities from some sort of, some sort of oh. H.G. Wells nightmare. But you know what? I uh, I like that mind. Let me get back to explaining the uh, the purpose of this of this particular episode of this podcast. And it and it is, by the way, I think I've said this in passing, but uh, I haven't said it officially. So here I am saying it now, officially. The final episode of how I would cook and eat every single book. This is the this is the end. This is uh, this is us finishing the job. Uh, take yourself back. Imagine yourself in that world. Uh, it's the it's the fifth of May. 2019. Dave, where are you? France. Beautiful. And uh, are you eating a baguette, perhaps? No, I'm having a, a, a crepe. A, a crepe? Okay. I've just released the first episode of How I Would Cook and Eat Every Single Well, you're sitting on your ass having a crepe, by the way. 
It's about Bulbasaur. That's the first Pokemon. Because they number these Pokemon. They've got to have them categorized. Like in the real world, how we have all animals categorized and assigned a number. Uh, Pokemon have, have had the same done to them. Flash forward, 8th of May. You're still in France? Uh, let's say I'm in... I'm in Bruges. Oh, like the movie. Like the movie. I've just released the second episode of this podcast. Uh, it's about Ivysaur. It was with with Brent and Jade from Twitter. And you're just roaming the streets of Bruges. What are you doing there, may I ask? I'm roaming. I'm roaming, actually. Oh, just, just roaming. roaming. You don't know any more specific than that? Sounds like... Uh, and, uh, <coughs> I just want to see that. I want to say just to the listeners, uh, sounds like this guy's up to something shady, mayhaps. Flash forward, 10th of May. I'm recording the episode of Venusaur Burger, just by myself, apparently. There's a certain uh, sadness to that, perhaps. Uh, but, you know, maybe there's a freedom. <laughs> maybe, maybe, there's, maybe there's a joy found in the, uh, the, the comfort of one's own company. May I ask you what, where you were on the, uh, on the 10th of May? Last year. I'm back, baby. I'm back in the UK. I'm oh, you're back. So. Okay, interesting. I'll, uh, I'll just... Um, I'll yes, that. I did not want to help you on this episode. No, but you did want to help me on the next one. I did. The 14th of May, 2019. I spoke with you yeah. about Charmander. Yes, I remember that. Who we... Who we, who we in... Uh, and for anyone new to the podcast, by the way, I'm just going to take another aside very quickly because I'm aware this is, this is approaching the five-minute mark. We, uh, here's what we do on this podcast. Uh, it's called How I've Cooked Every Single Pokemon, and the concept's really at the forefront, but, uh, but uh, you know, in case you haven't been paying too much attention up until this point, um, it's, about, uh, it's about how I and, and any, any guests who might be here, and uh, Dave, by the way, thank you for being here. I think, I think for this final episode, I'm going to give you an honor, and uh, it's not one I've... It's not one I'm ready to bestow just upon anybody, but uh, I'm going to pipe you up to co-host, my friend. Really? Yeah. You can do that with Brent. That's very now this Now, this comes with certain responses. In fact, do you mind if I uh, very quickly give you a uh, like a job interview type thing? Okay, go for it. Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you for coming in today. Hi. Uh, have you ever uh, done, a, done a co-host position before? On a uh, on a podcast or any any lesser mediums, I have not. I have been on a podcast as a white man should. Uh, as a rite of passage. A rite of passage. A rite of passage. <laughs> uh, listen, this is silly. Let's get back to the the twenty second twenty second of May two thousand nineteen. Where were you? I genuinely don't know. Where were you when I needed you? <laughs> Uh, if you just just what episode was it? I can go by the episodes. It was Charmeleon. It was me and Audrey. Charmeleon. I was probably fucking about somewhere. I actually, I was probably son of a figuring bitch. out how to get married. By the way, I'm uh, I'm surprised by this. Out of the eight episodes recorded in uh, in the summer of 2019, you only did one of these. Oof! You wouldn't have me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I feel I, I feel I feel you have a closer connection to this, and uh, honestly, I'm 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 now uh, rethinking that co-host position. Uh, anyway, uh, June the eighth. This is a few weeks after the last one. The churn slowed down. Uh, we were talking about Charizard. Uh, this was with Gabby. What were you doing June the eighth? I was probably not doing anything. Well, I should have asked you then, and that's that's on me. June the 13th, talking about Squirtle. 
turning Squirtle into soup. June 15th, by myself once again, I recorded um, an episode about eating war turtle. I said I wanted to deep fry his ears. It is four minutes long, and the, and the, uh, the description of that episode is simply, let's get this over with. See, you can see how your mind is <laughs> So there is an indication maybe of that. <laughs> well, up until now, that had been the final episode of How I Would Cook and Eat Everything. Take you back to May of that year again. And I want you to imagine you're in France once again. I know we're doing a lot of time skipping. Ah, just we. Exactly. Um, I thought, hey, I could do a hundred. I'm already doing another podcast at this point. I think, hey, I could do 150 episodes of this thing. That's fine. That's easy. Cut to one month later. I've made it to eight. <laughs> and uh, fuck it, I think. No bother. Uh, another time skip. And this one's a little more drastic. I will take you more than a year ahead. It's now... The 28th, it's not the 28th, it's the 27th of August. Sorry, I took you too far ahead. I took you to tomorrow. Honestly, uh, I was about to start freaking out. I've got, I got to say, <laughs> just quickly, did you see anything there? That, like, I mean... I just, I just saw, like, eyes and tendrils. Oh, shit, that doesn't sound good. That's <laughs> no, not we should, we should not be using our time now to, uh, to, to do this. We should be... 2020, am I right? Dealing with whatever, that's right. 2020. The 27th of August, That's 20, now. 2020, however, which is now, yes. You know, a couple of days ago, I was thinking, I'm in, uh, and by the way, uh, for anyone who's not aware, and uh, if you don't like hearing about things which are bad, turn this off now, uh, although you've made it this far into this, so, I mean, it's bad. you probably do. Uh, hey, ever heard of COVID-19? Yes. By the way, this, it's, the 2020. it's 2020. Call it COVID 20. Big quarantines going on. Everybody's getting sick. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, the world is changing. Uh, it's no longer the world it once was where uh, people can eat Pokemon in peace and podcast about it. Now people are staying inside and, uh, and, uh, and watching the rain fall. Uh, it's raining pretty heavily here, by the way. Is it raining where you are? You're not that far yeah. from me, but rain's got to stop somewhere, hasn't it? I think my front gutters need clearing because there's like a big, there's like a waterfall coming down at a certain point. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to get up there. I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> here we are. Uh, I am uh, my, my own job and I do have a day job. I don't just uh, make one episode of a podcast every six months. Uh, <laughs> but um, I work, uh, I work at a charity. I refuse to be more specific than that because there are people, there are freaks out there who will hunt you down like a dog. So, for the for the sake of that, I'll just say I work at the charity. I am uh, I'm currently furloughed, which means they are very kindly paying me, but they're telling me do not do your job uh, or else or else they said do that podcast. Exactly, time off, but you need to do that podcast. Got to do do just one episode of a fucking podcast. They said to me, and I eventually, all right. Uh, I was thinking, you know, I've got some time. Maybe I'll make something else. I've, uh, I've been spending some of my time. And I, I, again, I don't want to take too many asides. We are approaching that five-minute mark. But uh, have, you been, have you been working this whole time, by the way? Or have you had some I've been, some working. Time? I've been working from this glorious pantry. That You've been seen. working like a dog. Working like a dog. I'm a new dog. <laughs> Everything's like a dog these days. It's 2020. <laughs> But uh, how have you been? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you are at least spending more time inside than you, you've previously been. My exercise has gone to zero, so I'm very unhealthy. I'm very sick, man. What was it at before? Okay. 
Okay. So it's gone from okay to zero. So you've lost the okay. case. <laughs> yeah, right. It's gone to, oh, no. no, it wasn't very good. I, I'm not an exerciser, but I do have a garden and I did have to cycle into work. Yeah. But now I just have to roll around the corner. Desk. I'm very much. I'm very much the same. I um. I've left. I've been. I've been leaving my house to go to the shops. I don't. I. I tried to remember this morning. The last time I. I went out somewhere that wasn't just to the shops or just for like a walk around the local area, and I. I think it may be June. That's a while ago. Yeah, it really is. Uh, everything's become like a blur of, of time. It's just very. It's uh, I have been playing Dungeons and Dragons. I have. Yeah taken that upon my life gotta say i love it it's very fun but uh that doesn't take up all my week so i was thinking something else i could do hey remember the remember the old podcasts remember them old podcasts remember them which by the way this isn't there's been a lot of talk about podcasts starting in quarantine this is not a podcast starting this is a podcast ending in quarantine now who's done that who's had who's had who's had the freaking balls to end a podcast who has a bank of podcasts that they haven't touched? Uh, exactly. Just closing God. that parenthesis. Just I, every night before I go to bed, say a little prayer. I uh, think about everything I've ever done wrong in my life. And I say to myself, my God, I finished this Pokemon podcast. In fact, I got I I to give proper credit to someone on Twitter who did. I tweeted something about podcasts. And, uh, and someone came forward and, and said... Uh, I'm going to find their name right now. This feel, I feel like they should be Richard Wagner or Wagner. But I, I would love it to be Richard Wagner. I wrote underneath this, uh, this tweet about podcasts. Is H-I-W-C-A-E-E-S-P coming back? At first, okay. I, could be, I spent a few minutes thinking, what the fuck is that? But uh, I then realized, yeah, that stands for how I would cook in every single Pokemon. At first, my answer was, and I can actually, I can see that I've written here, never. <laughs> that was my response. <laughs> Never come that back. That was the But then rude. something happened in my brain. A minute and, later. Uh, I responded to my own tweet that said, Never. Actually, maybe it should. And I remember that, old, that old Justin Bieber idiom. Never say never. Was that what it says? Justin Bieber, never say never? Or never something? Never, never say, say die. I think just never die is. Uh, never die. R.I.P. Justin Bieber this morning uh, succumbed to being crushed by a large right, piano. Yeah. I thought, you know what? The, the whole idea was going to be, and I believe I specifically said on an earlier episode of this podcast, uh, I'm never going to do two Pokemon in one podcast. It's going to be 150 single episodes, and that's a promise. Uh, I may not have said that's a promise. I hope I didn't, because it clearly isn't a promise. Because uh, what we're going to do here is we're going to cover every single other Pokemon. Uh, we're not going to go to... And I, I see the fear in your eyes. We're not going to 807. That's a ridiculous number, and I won't That's have anything to do with it. That but, that, but that original 151, maybe we'll leave me out if we, if we don't have enough time at the end of the five minutes. Uh, that original 151, we'll get to the end. We've got 140, 143. It seems doable in uh, five or whatever we've got left. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. I'm not looking at the time. You know, uh, the watch clock never boils. Um, no. But we'll uh, we'll make it through the rest of the Pokemon. Say how it is. Then we can uh, slap a slap a piece of wrapping paper on the podcast. Tie up in a little bow. Leave it under everyone's trees for Christmas Day. 
Dave, without further ado, and I've just <laughs> the the second I just I decide to actually do something, I just got and a, a a box of text appeared on my screen that said your internet connection is unstable. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> that's deeply concerning. I've never seen that before. Um, and he's gone, and that's the end of Josh. You want to jump into? Uh, is that really the end of me? Oh, Am I really dear. gone? Oh, you're back. You oh, just... I'm really back. I thought you. I did. I didn't know if you were doing a bit or not. If he's recording his end, I'm recording my end. We should be able to get some semblance of the conversation <laughs> if we stitch them back together. I still don't know if it's so, a bit. How's that all? I guess. Bring my new co host in. I guess my internet connection <laughs> Hello? Are we back? I, I never went anywhere. I've got a Pokemon. Okay, so. Is it, I mean, have you got any other orders of business before we, uh, before we start this final episode of How I Cook and Eat Every Single Pokemon? Uh, we've covered the Ocean's Eleven franchise. We've covered Lamination. Okay. No, I'm just trying to get a nice list of Pokemon so we can go through them all. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I've got the list of Pokemon up because, again, I'm a, I'm, I'm a professional. Mine is thefactsite.com. Maybe, maybe you want to cover another side of this thing. Maybe you want to get a list of food up. Uh, no, I know what food is. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> This guy over here knows what food is. Fuck me. Right. All right. I'm the food. Go okay. On. Without further ado, play the, pl- let's play the little theme song again. Let's play uh, the, 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 the How I Would Cook and Eat Every Single Pokemon theme song. Not how right. I remember it, but uh, sounds great. That was, that was Master of Puppets. That's going to chart. Dave. Yes. Pokemon number nine. Uh, first of all, we should cover how we said we'd cook and eat all the other Pokemon. <laughs> and maybe, well, we're not going to come up with new things. We'll just say what, what they were. Previous episode, absolutely worthless. No, 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 no. Hey. Hey. What? <laughs> okay, you're attacking me? Let's restart. I'm just going to recap the original eight episodes of the podcast. <laughs> the podcast, no, really. <laughs> Episode one was Bulb and Onion. Uh, I believe I described how I prepare the bulb on Bulbasaur's back like a blooming onion made famous by the Outback State House. Did I say State House? Because I meant we got to restart. <laughs> got to restart yeah, the whole thing. Episode two was I've, I. Now, this is. It was Ivysaur, but the episode is named Ivyslaw Carnitas. A carnita, I think, is like a small, a small taco or a small burrito of some kind. But the, I, I'm imagining the, the plants on the back of Ivysaur were, were repurposed into a slaw of some kind. Mm-hmm. One of the various slaws. Uh, Venusaur burger, I'm assuming I just took a slice of the Venusaur, put it in a burger. That's not particularly a creative one. But uh, the next one, we talked about Charmander being Chowmander. Me and Audrey in episode five talked about Charmeleon hot wings, uh, which just seems, seems natural. That's a fire-based creature. Me and Gabby appear to have talk, talked about Kebabazard, uh, turning Charizard into a form of kebab. And Charizard bone coffee. Uh, very creative thinking, I'm assuming from Gabby there, because my mind doesn't work that way, um, of, of using every single piece of the Pokemon 
and, 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 and creating a drink to go with the meal. Me and Kristen talked about squirtle soup, and it comes in its own bowl. Uh, and then on, on, on my last attempt at having any passion for this, I uh, talked about deep-fried war turtle ears, which now, again, looking at a picture of the war turtle, I've got with my list of, of, of Pokemon that have come up. I've got to say, those ears look pretty good. They do, but you're missing out a lot of, of the war turtle. I may have been unenthusiastic, but I was at least on point with... Uh, with, 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 I think the record is saying you throw the rest of it in the trash. Uh, happily. Still alive or dead. Doesn't matter. Which is lovely to hear from vegetarian. Uh, okay. So, number nine, which is technically our number one. I'm not going to do this as a bit because I think it would be annoying, but I just want you to imagine if we did do this as a bit, uh, that, we had, that we separated the numbers. We did the official numbers, so 9, 10, 11, but then we uh, called them 1, 2, and 3 and did so all the way through the numbers. So number nine was number one. Ten is two. It would just be it would just be saying two numbers the whole time. Uh, it's not really a bit, is it? I don't know what it is. Ignore that. Blastoise number <laughs> nine slash number one. This is, a, this is a taste of what the bit would be like. I would say number nine slash number one. Uh, don't do that. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so Blastoise <laughs> is uh, for anyone unfamiliar with the image of the Pokemon. And by the way, that, I'm I'm taking this courtesy on the first one we do. I'm not going to describe every single fucking Pokemon to you, okay? If you don't know what they look like, that's on you. Just look at pictures while you listen to this. Or just know what they look like. Or why are you listening to this if you have no idea what most of them look like? Okay? Uh, thanks well, for I listening. I what Josh is berating you. You guys listen to it. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. Blastoise. Large, uh, dinosaur-like turtle. Blue in hue. Uh, with what looked like a form of mechanical cannon coming from it coming from out of its shell now i'd be in my dissection of the blastoise uh, to prepare it for food first of all i would be fascinated to see how that how how this works is this a, is this a biological cannon has he found uh, it is this somehow I, yeah i mean that's a big thing with turtles isn't it you see and uh you're talking about hermit crabs aren't you this is no i'm not talking about hermit crabs i said turtles, I turtles. have some faith in me i uh no, you see those you see those images of turtles, they've got like bits of plastic and stuff from the ocean and they're like trapped oh, yeah. and people help them. Maybe this is one of those things. The bunch of cannons got dumped in the ocean. Blastoise see, is when just... I look at Blastoise, I see some built-in straws. Built-in straws. Okay. So, That's you're going to have... Okay, so here's what I'm imagining. By the way, this is quite a little bit like the Squirtle Soup, but maybe a more romantic version for a date. You're flipping him over on his back. Boiling his insides, and I'm imagining the shell retains some of its cons- consistency. And then those Probably. cannons just serve as a straw for you and your date to sit across the corpse of this Blastoise and uh, have a uh, have a good old suck together. Yeah, a good old suck. You could even put a little candle on the on on his on, belly. On his belly. That's nice. So I mean, I'm not listen. I'm not expecting us to come up with a pun name for every single one of these. That was fine when it was episode by episode. This, it would be madness to do yeah. here. It would um, be madness, wouldn't it? But uh, I'm going to call this, and just the first thing that comes into my head, some of these are going to be good, some of these are going to be bad. I'm going to call it uh, <laughs> Suck Meal. That's the worst thing I've heard. I just offered up a pun, a, a pun on the word gazpacho, which uh, is a soup. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that's better. That wins. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep a tally of what wins between our names. Uh, so that's so that's one to you. Uh, I I do concede that that is better than suck meal. Uh, let's move on. 
number <laughs> Pokemon number ten is Caterpie. Uh, it's a no. I don't really understand what's the what's the what's the pun in the in the actual Pokemon name of Caterpie. It's a caterpillar, and then where does the P come from? I don't know. I, I'm assuming it's like a pod, so you unpod it, and it's full of peas. Uh, you sound deeply confused about the way the world works there, so I'm not going to question that. Caterpie <laughs> is like a little caterpillar type thing. It's much. I don't know if this is a perspective thing on the uh, on the image used, or if its tail is really much smaller in diameter than its head is. I'm going to Google the size. Thirty centimeters. Thirty centimeters for that caterpillar. So a, st- a, sta- a standard school ruler. I mean, I'm imagining this thing. I'm going to boil it in a big pot, and I imagine I can, from the looks of things, I can I can kind of just crack the the underside away from the from the back shell, and what's going to be inside is going to be like a soft lobster type meat. You're thinking it's got a shell. I thought it would be a fleshy creature. I would just tempura that, and fry it up. That's also a, oh, that's a, you know what I I think that's a little more imaginative. I like that. We don't know if it will work. I don't know. I think just because it, it reminds me of um, edamame beans, the mm. kind of pop open. I'm getting, I'm Baby, if, you, if you're thinking that with this one, wait till you get to the next one. But uh, I'll hold okay. uh, tempura peak. You pray. Beat that. Uh, I feel like that's uh, the only the only name you could actually come up with. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. Uh, hang on, I've got to come up with something. No, I'll, uh, just put, I'll just put a mark down for myself. You've got 140 okay. of these to, to win back. Pokemon number 11 is Metapod. Now this, you, I mean, you're talking about Peapods. Look at this sick fuck. This it's is... Made to be popped. I never really understood, uh, and I, I'm sure he appeared at some point within the cartoon, and this is answered, if Metapod was meant to like be a, be a freestanding organism, or if it floated in the air, if it just lay there. like What sort of a movement does this thing have? Well, it looks like a chrysalis, so I'm assuming it's hanging from something. Yeah, maybe, I guess so. But you keep in a Pokeball, don't you? So when you release it from the Pokeball, does it immediately hang on the nearest thing? That's a good point. So when a caterpillar goes into a cocoon, it's roughly the same size of the caterpillar after it's mm. finished eating. Yeah. What size do you reckon Metapod is? Well, I mean, you've given me a bit of a context clue there. I'm going to say it's bigger than Caterpie. It is. A, a meter? Am I mad to say a meter? A little bit less. It's um, two and a third of a school ruler. 71 centimeters. <laughs> Wow. That's and just bringing it back to the units that we know. Strange. Uh, eating the Metapod. And for the American listeners, this is uh, four cups or something. <laughs> four cups. Four cups long. Uh, now, is there something in real life that's kind of a hard shell that you have to... I've got it. Don't even finish the thing. This thing's a big pistachio nut. <gasps> oh, my God. Here's what I'm doing. I'm hitting it as hard as I can with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> just, just and again... Boy. I just want to establish whether it's dead or alive does not matter to me in the slightest. Uh, hit it as hard as I can with a hammer until a crack opens up, fill it with salt and pepper, and uh, I don't even care to see what's in there first. I'm just going in with my grabby little hands, baby. I'm going to pull out what's ever inside and put it in my yummy little mouth. Yummy little mouth. I've always got a saucy little mouth, but fine. Well, um, yeah, so pistachio pod. Fuck, you did get it before me. Uh, uh, although. Shouldn't be a race, should it? Shouldn't be a race. Right, I'm, I'll put one down for you. I'm not going to fight you on this one. Next up, number 12. And by the way, we are soaring through these. We're already on number 12. That's good. Uh, you three. Ocean's 12, by the way. Ocean's uh, 12. What do you think of that whole thing? You remember Ocean's 12? Julie Roberts. Uh, there's, a, well, there's, a, there's a piece in the film where Julie Roberts 
the, the scheme is that they'll get into this museum which um first of all museums are open to the public anyway i don't know why they yeah, yeah. i'm assuming there's a special circumstances in the film she pretends julia roberts character pretends to be julia roberts the actress to get in ah uh, yes uh, they do a whole thing where they're like oh you look kind of like julia roberts and she's like ah and they go in and they meet bruce, bruce willis in there and he's oh. and he says like oh it's like hey julia roberts and she's like oh hello bruce willis what's your opinion on that because that's weird it's divisive for a lot of people, I think. A lot of people cite that as the reason Ocean's 12 is the lower, not numerically, but the, <laughs> the equality of the lower of the Ocean's 12. I feel if you're going to be that sort of messer with it, just go that with the whole film. Have people winking at the camera a bit more. They should have gone full Deadpool with it. Speaking of meta, uh, we're done with Metapod, and we're on to uh, number 12, Butterfree. And now this is a butterfly-like... This is when we didn't really have much ideas for Pokemon. This is literally a butterfly. This sort, of, this sort of, to me, treads the line between being being cute and being scary. Yeah, actually, it's more of a moth. Uh, it is a bit more moth-like. I'll give you that. More moth. How are you going? I've never eaten a moth, and I never want to eat a moth, so <laughs> I can't think. I, I understand how... the. I, 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 first of all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you there, and I don't want me. I don't want to be combative, but. I believe you when you say you don't want to eat a moth. I'm not sure I do believe you when you say you never have eaten a moth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel if you search my Twitter feed, there's going to be one post about me eating a moth. There's going to be least. some of that. And I'm not going to do that now because I don't want to be that guy, but uh, you've eaten a moth before. And I can tell just by looking at you. I'm looking at the face of a moth eater. How else would I know I don't want to? <laughs> They'd be very powdery. I think so. I don't think it would be a pleasant experience. I'm imagining it would be like, yeah, like you say, powdery. You'd uh, have to use it as well. It's like a, a spice, like cinnamon. Dryness in moss. Okay, that sounded pretty good. And uh, crumble it, crumbling it onto something. You know what? That, that, that's, that may be what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the butterfree's wings. I'm going to pluck them off. And again, the body can do what it wants. Throw it out the window. If it lives, it lives. Grind down the wings into a fine <laughs> powder. Because uh, I'm imagining the flavor from that is interesting and if it's not just put a bunch of salt in it and tell people that's what it tastes like yeah i'll just put it in the bin you could crumble it onto like a and, macaron uh, uh, this could be in with any of the other pokemon in fact hey mix it with the metapod there we go crack open the metapod sprinkle in some of that butterfree wing you've got yourself a meal it's got butter in the in the name i don't think it's gonna be buttery there's no there's i'm getting no sense of, of, of a margarine like quality I think um, maybe, maybe the name is literal. Maybe it is butterfree. I can't think of a name for this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna forego my participation in the naming game. It's difficult, isn't it? If you want to try, you're welcome to, and I'll give you that point. But uh, no, it's not no, worth it. It's not worth it. It's it. putting yourself out there like that to 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 for butterfree of all things. Just just no. I can't just you have to weigh up your options and then think. No, fuck it. Uh, number thirteen, Ocean's thirteen, Al Pacino. Oh, Al Pacino. Alpha Tweedle. Uh, the Pokemon is Weedle. It's like a... Now, is this meant to be a, a, a like another caterpillar with spikes on it? Whenever I bought a, a Pokemon card pack, it would come with about seven Weedles and one. <laughs> yeah, I still remember that was a... Uh, I think they had, a, they had a, a, a problem at the factory where they just print nothing but Weedles for six months straight. And just, finally, someone realized. Up to my neck in Weedles. The Weedle, looking at it, is naturally segmented. So here's what I'm suggesting. Bake this thing in the oven, cover it in a garlic butter, and simply pull it apart 
like garlic bread. Oh, I like a garlic bread. Yes, mm. that would work. You see the yeah. dough in a pod, the crusty. Yep. Uh, I'm going to call it breedle uh, because what? it sounds like bread. Not because I wish, not because I wish to breed with the creature. <laughs> that would be <laughs> barbaric. But uh, would you? It's spiky. Uh, yeah, this uh, maybe not the best name. Let's 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 agree to disagree. I'm going to go with garlic breedle. Garlic. Okay, you've just hijacked my. I don't listen. I don't want to get angry on this show, but uh, I'm giving myself the Maybe point there. I'm giving myself the point there. <laughs> Next Pokemon number fourteen is Kakuna or Kakuna or Kakuna. That's a sky prawn. Yeah, that's again, again, like the Metapod. And this is the the, the Weedle Caterpie Kakuna Metapod upcoming uh, third Pokemon family. This is just like the weird yellow version of the other ones. Yeah. They've just done the same no, thing twice here. No thought at all. No. So, Kakuna, just, that just needs to be a little bit of salt and oil. Chuck it on the barbecue and then crack it open. No no comment or argument from me. It's uh, just a prawn. Not even worth coming up with a name for that one. Number 15 is Beedrill. Now, look at this evil motherfucker. Clearly uh, not a bee. Clearly a wasp. You, you're very confident about that, and I'm not sure based on what. It's the kind of the long segmented body, the fact that it's got a non-detachable sting. And oh, all right. We've got a wasp guy over here. Well, I've got a waspman. Yeah, uh, I see that. And it does have, it appears to have sort of like a thick bladed knife for each hand. <laughs> yeah, like all wasps do. Um, here's the thing. A lot of these Pokemon are just based on animals. Animals can be dangerous, but, you know, they, 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 they have natural lives. This, this thing's a fucking killing machine. This is... This has been toyed with. We know it doesn't make honey. There's no that sweetness from this thing. Uh, no. How are you going to eat it if it doesn't make honey? It's a wasp. It's going to make mustard. So you just get a load of them and just... <laughs> you think if you squeeze like the, the back uh, segment... That's not the thorax. The thorax is the middle part. I don't know what the back part is. The butt. Uh, yeah, the butt. Thank you. The if you butt. squeeze yeah. that, you think just mustard pops out at the end? I'm assuming so. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go... I might go different with this. I might... Uh, I'm going to take out its eyes, and I'm imagining they are. those eyes are sweet and juicy. They look a little bit like fish eggs, so kind of a caviar texture. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I don't think I'm even going to cook it. I know it's called How I Would Cook Any Every Single Pokemon, but for, for this particular one, take Cook out of there, because I'm just going to bite into that mm. eye raw, baby. Yeah. I'll prepare and eat every single Pokemon, because uh, I can cook necessity it's not gonna go well for you looks kind of like a jelly bean to me so i'm gonna call it bean drill mm. you're on board with yeah. that one i'm on board with that i'm getting the point i give it maybe three more of these before i give up on the on the point system for the names because i've already given that already i'm tiring of it it's number fine. 16 sweet 16 it's pidgey uh no, this pidgey. is just this is just a bird there's nothing really magical about this one i mean pidgey nuggets it's not, it's not very big it's again, it is... Um, Maybe just one nugget. It's a child's ruler from school. Mm. 30 centimetres across. You could take uh, a Pidgey, you could hold it down on the edge of a table and sort of ping it and it'll make a fun noise. <laughs> <laughs> wow! That was with your mouth! Oh, I need to that. Listen, and that's why, here's why I exclaim that. Because a lot of people at home are going to think that guy had a ruler handy, or they're going to think... Oh, someone had, someone thought they were being clever and funny by adding a sound effect afterwards. No, 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 no. This the man sitting opposite a Zoom call with me made that noise with his mouth. I am rock hard. 
Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy. Pidgey Nuggets. See? That's my final answer on this one. I don't Pidgey Nuggets. I don't want to waste any more time on this piece. Well, I can, I can tell you why. It's because there's two more that are identical. So yeah, that's, well, that's mostly why. My first idea was like a roast chicken type thing. But uh, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to do it with the next one, which is Pidgeotto, number 17. Really? Yeah. The, the, the one after that is too big. Who are, you, who, are you, who are you feeding if you're roasting that whole thing? Are we doing all three together? Is that what we're doing? No, sorry. I, 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 don't, mean, I don't mean to disrespect the format. But I've moved on from Pidgey. Okay, so Pidgey. I've said Pidgey Nuggets. I'm going to describe, I'm going to describe this guy. I think, yeah, I think you could just roast it up. There'd be a little bit of shot in it, though. You're talking so about Pidgeotto be... now? I'm talking about Pidgeotto. Okay, we're leaving Pidgey behind. We're on, we're on number 17 now. Tell me but about But also, looking at those feet, you could, um, you could just fry them up in a bit of garlic sauce. That'd be quite nice. Mm. There's no reason you can't do both. No. Okay. Well, what would you call it? And I would also like to wear its feathers. I mean, that's that's just different, though, isn't it? That's outside of the. Uh, I'm not going to name this one. I'm giving I'm giving up on the names. The scores, oh, as, they, as they stand, I've got three points. You've got two points. I'm happy for for me to just say I won and leave it there. Whatever. <laughs> Pidgey uh, Rosto. Uh, if we were still doing the scoring system, you might have got one in there, and we might have drawn, but sadly the scoring system has been closed. Uh, Pidgeot is next. Number 18. Ocean's 18. Too many guys in that one. That's why they didn't make it. I think with this one, I am going to mince it. This is interesting to hear from a vegetarian. So what would you do with that mince? This, I mean, <laughs> this entire podcast concept is, 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 is unusual for a vegetarian. What? I'm not going to do anything with the mince. I'm going to mince it, put it in the freezer, I'm going to leave it and forget about it. It's going to go back yeah. together. <laughs> They're just going to throw it away. So this is a 1.5 meter wingspan on this, on this Pidgeot. Yeah. I think we're missing something here. I think we're missing the eggs. Oh, you want I mean, no, oh, no, 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 no. I think you are breaking a fundamental rule of the podcast. And I don't want to come down hard on you here, but I'm going to like really? a ton of bricks. That's not how you cook and eat the Pokemon. That's how you cook and eat eggs. Mm? And what would be in that egg? Would it be a... I don't want to. I don't want to give any further credence to what would be in that egg. It's none of your business. <laughs> focus on the focus on the bird. <laughs> focus on the fucking bird. There's a really good. There's a really good um, dish called uh, mother and child, which is essentially a chicken with cooked with an egg. Mm. It's horrific, That's, but it's very tasty. I mean, it's made more horrific by the name. It is, isn't it? I mean, it's named by a real pizza shit. They should just call it just ruined family. Ruined family. Yeah, I'm happy to let that mince go to waste. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Number 19, Ratata. Right, you want to describe this in detail, please? I love Ratata. This is one of my, you know, whenever, when, and when you were playing Pokemon as a kid, you'd have those ones that you got early on and you're like, eh, these are the crap Pokemon. I'm not even going to bother catching them. I don't want them. But Ratata, boy, I kept that little bastard around for, for longer than he deserved, truly. This is a this is a strange purple rat with no neck and a large head. I appreciate the creators on this one because they just said let's just it's just a rat. It's just a rat. Let's just um, do a rat. How am I going to eat rat? Yeah. This is you the know, first. This, this is the first one I feel a little bit bad about eating. No, it's been skewered. It's been rotated slowly over a hobo fire in a sewer mm-hmm. or under a bridge. Yep. and you're just going to peel off the bone. Uh, I can picture you doing that. Um, yeah, thank you. Just because I just did it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, that helped. <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, here's what I'll do. I'm, I'm a down-on-my-luck businessman. I had an empire. 
my father had handed it down to me. I ruled the world once. And then some I bad... You've got a shirt off, hanging out, mm-hmm. your tie is all scruffed. It's loose. Yeah. Uh, maybe one of the arms on my suit is ripped. Mm-hmm. And I'm stumbling down into the underpass. Oh, how will I get my business back? <laughs> and, um... Your neighbors must love you. <laughs> I stumble across... I stumble across a group of vagrants, one of which is you, and you are gnawing into this And I kind of look at you, I'm like, so, so hungry. So hungry. That's all I say, so hungry. Now, first you look at me and you think, who is this fucking business boy? who's just wandered in here, suited up, looking like a prime dandy. The kind of man who, who wouldn't even let me eat his ass. And here he is asking for, for, for treats from the trash can fire. But hey, you're going to subvert expectations. You're a yeah. generous man. You hand me that, uh, that skewer. I, at first, I'm, I'm, I'm furious. <laughs> I spit upon you and uh, I walk a little further and then I realize you know what I ain't got no choice left and I come on back with my tail between my legs and I take a big bite out of that rat ladies and gentlemen Elon Musk <laughs> number nine number twenty eradicate this is just a larger I need to address one thing <laughs> okay okay these people are going to comment on this we missed out a very good pun mm. for a tartar. No, I'm giving you. A pos- I'm giving you a posthumous point. We can we can move on now. Raticate, just a larger, fatter rat. They've gifted it. The, the, the ratata does has top teeth, but not bottom teeth, and they have gifted the raticate bottom teeth. In the evolution process, it has it has grown a lower jaw. Or something. So if it's managed to feed as a child, just by using its top teeth, like some sort of decapitated muppet, <laughs> then it can live the rest of its life in relative luxury. Oh yeah, once it gets to this point, it's like, wow, I went all that time without a lower jaw. Look at this. This is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's not got arms now, though. Yeah, it's, it's sacrificed limbs <laughs> for that ability. It's like the rat version of a T-Rex. I am going to fondue the raticate. I'm going to, I'm going to roast it. For, I'm going to defur it. However you do that. How do you get the fur off? Just the flange. And then, I mean, melt a cheese. Boom. <laughs> I love it. The snack that bites back. <laughs> okay, excellent. So it will, it'll be slightly alive. Number 21. Fucking bird again, isn't it? It's just another normal birdie, and it's Spiro. Yeah, I mean, right. it definitely looks more how aggressive. Would eat, how would you eat this normal bird, but it's red? Uh, those, those red wings could hold an interesting flavor. I'm just going to have the wings. People eat wings, right? That's a I wing thing. Uh, yeah, people sit down, they eat the Paul McCartney band wings. What does it matter to you when you got a job to do? You gotta do it well. You gotta kill the motherfucking Spiro. That's not how the song went. Well, I've adapted it for the podcast. Thank you. I'll explain it to you later. Uh, hey, moving on from Spiro, we've got Fero. We've got Fero, and, and boy, you got to so be afraid of this it. one. Uh, this is a big one. This is bigger than Spiro, and. It's bigger than Biro. It's uh, it's it's more fearsome, more frightening. It's got a very long beak. It's actually classed as a beak Pokemon in the Pokedex. A beak Pokemon. <laughs> um, one Pokemon under that 
classification. I I'm 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 gonna say it. I'm sick and tired of flesh. I wanna eat organs of the Fero. Yeah, you want a little bit of people, awful. people have uh what do they call it? Foie gras. Goose liver. Hey, if any of these Pokemon's got a great liver, it's the Fero. Yeah, even though you know there's a duck Pokemon coming up. Is there a duck Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, there's duck Pokemon, isn't there? Uh yeah, fuck. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. I'm eating the f- I've committed it to it now. I'm eating the Fero's liver. You don't know. I'm the Fero's liver. <laughs> Great song. You want to do something different with it? Um, I don't know. I would have just... It's just use its giblets. Just you use its giblets. To it what? To what? To what? Again. Oh. Are you just popping pop it in the mouth? Okay, that's nice. Popping in the mouth, popping that liver. Lovely stuff. Number 23. Now, talk this, me through this. Now, this, they've called this one Ekans. Ekans. That's a funny name, isn't it? It is a funny name. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do, and this is going to sound... This is going to sound crazy when i say this okay i'm going to suggest this to you you're probably going to look at me and you're going to say something along the lines of i don't want to put words in your mouth but you're going to say hey you're out of your goddamn mind i have been known to say that okay well try see what i say uh, but, uh, but here's what i'm going to suggest read that name backwards what? <laughs> it's a snake it's a snake uh the pokemon's a snake so i mean how are you gonna eat, oh, how are you gonna eat a snake I get it because it's literally a snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a snake. There's nothing different about this one. It's just a snake. Snake. So we'll just eat it like a snake, yeah? Just eat it like you'd eat a snake in real life. (laughs) On to the next one, which is... uh, This one's called Arbok. Now, Arbok, the name Arbok. Strange name, right? Hmm, it's a little bit weird. I'm gonna, and I know this didn't go well last time, and I'm really hesitant to ask you to do it again, but uh, bear with me here. Okay. Why do you read that name backwards? Starting with a K. Cupra. Mm-hmm. This is another. <laughs> this is another snake. Not as long as Ekans, but more girthy. And he's got like a. I don't know what you call this, but it's like a. And a real life cobra has this, like a big, wide neck. Uh, you know what I'm talking um, about? Sure, we'll go with that. That's got to be where the flavour is, surely. Right. I'm no snakeologist, but that sounds right. So I'm going to take the head off. I'm going to take the body off. And folks, if you're listening and you're thinking, how's he going to do this thing? How's he going to do this thing without hurting the creature? I'm not going to do it without hurting the creature. All right, I've got a big knife. Grow up. Uh, I'm just going to take that big flat circular portion of the neck and I'm going to fry it like a tortilla. I'm going to fill the cheese. I'm going to make a uh, Arbok quesadilla. Oh, that's a, nice. A quesadarbok. Quesadarbok. Fine. Any, any gripes with that one? I'm just, I just want to move on. You just want to move on. I know why you're excited to move on because number 25, one of the most iconic Pokemon. Uh, This is Pikachu. Pikachu? Pikachu. No. Try again. It's Pikachu. Pikachu. This is a small yellow rat man. He's disgusting. Uh, He's got big red cheeks, (laughs) uh, spiky tail. Looks like he's got some sort of electrical powers. Dave, I am fascinated to know how you're going to. how are you going to kill? And that's not normally a part of the question. Uh, it's normally just cook and eat. But I want to know how you're going to kill this one as well. I'll need a separate one to kill because whatever. Hmm. But a hammer. A hammer. <laughs> just from behind or do you want it to see you coming? Just, just like that. Oh, you've really got a hammer there. Okay, that's normal. That, yeah. That's normal to me. Um, that's a normal thing. That's desk. a normal thing to just have around. The only thing on that desk. <laughs> <laughs> just got a whole yeah. desk for a Because you just need to make woodcraft. <laughs> sure. HP yeah. woodcraft. Here's how I'm going to cook and eat the Pikachu. Okay. 
the source of the electricity, I believe, is in those cheeks. You can cut them out. I'm going to cut them out, and that's what I'm going to do. The rest of the Pikachu can go fuck itself, because I'm just going to use those cheeks as a kind of, like a little entree. Maybe you get a cheek and like a slice of cucumber, and it's just a delicacy, like that. A little Pikachu. A Pikachu, or, or a Chikachu. A Chikachu. Okay, I think that, that serves a point. What about you? I'm looking at the tail mm. and the ear. First of all, disgusting. This Pikachu should be able to walk down the street without you <laughs> leering at it. Hey, if you want to object- objectify it as a burger, I can objectify it as a sexual object. I, guess, I mean, I guess that's fair enough. And boy, when I worked yeah. in Burger King, I did both. You better know I'm using that. that I'm going to break that tail up into nachos. Oh, that works for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I imagine just a couple of couple of minutes under the grill, and that's going to crisp up. And then you can just break it up and just put it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. With some, well, maybe even some cheese, the cheese, the cheese, and some okay. jalapenos. I'm with mm-hmm. you. I'm there. And those onions looking a mighty bit like olives to me. Number twenty six. This is a an, an abhorrent little freak. This is Raichu. This is Pikachu's right. older brother. Yes. His tail is is like Pikachu's tail, but it's been attached to a whip. Somehow it's lengthened. His ears have curled around into a strange, strange design of some kind. He's, he's like... It's like a Tim Burton tried to draw Pikachu. Yes. It's all curly and spiky in all the wrong places. What, do I, what am I going to do with this freak? And I'm really looking at him just... And that's what I'd say if I was in the room with him. I'm preparing for a meal. He knows it's coming. And I just look down at him in my, in my dirty chef's uniform. And I say, what am I going to do with this freak? It doesn't look good, does it? It no, I think I'm gonna. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna put his feet in a pie. They're quite long feet. They're like rabbit feet. So yeah. I think that would work quite well. Yeah, and it's uh, again, if the top half of him can, if he can make it out of the restaurant without his feet, then <laughs> good luck to him in the world. Yeah, we've got rabbit chew pie. Now we move on to an even more iconic Pokemon than Pikachu, which is Sandshrew, number twenty-seven. I know exactly what to do with Sandshrew. Take it away. So. What we need to do is we need to get a good fire going. Mm. We need to put some rocks on the fire. Yeah. Make sure those rocks are red hot. Mm-hmm. Transfer them to a hole, and then we'll wrap the sand shrew in leaves, like palm leaves. We'll is it, is it alive or dead at this point? I don't care. Okay. Good. That's the right I answer. Just, I don't care. That's all right. With red hot rocks. We'll <laughs> cover that with sand. Make sure it cooks all through the night, and then in the morning, dig it up. It'll be nicely cooked. Taking on all the flavors of the leaves, and then just break them open with a hammer, trusty desk hammer. Ooh. And then, mm, yes, excellent. Just eat whatever it. is in there, whatever the consistency is, whatever the flavor is, yes. Yes, right. And I'm assuming we'll probably be like on the beach. By the way, what do you, what do you think we should call this episode? Because I'm just thinking we should call it episode nine, the rest of them. Yeah, I think so as well. But um, you've norm, um, as a rule, you've actually mentioned the names of them, so... ETC. <laughs> and so on. Uh, how about how I cooked and ate every single Pokemon? Dot, dot, dot. We'll, we'll have to keep discussing this as we go on. Okay. Number 28 is Sand Slash. <laughs> Just, we're in number 28. Um, we're in number 28. We, uh, we, this, we are like maybe a sixth or a seventh of the way through. But it's going to be a five-minute episode, so we can cut it down. It's true. Um, mm-hmm. 
all these things on the back of Sand I know Sandslash is meant to look like he's a sort of hedgehog or porcupine type creature, maybe, with all these things on his back. To me, they look like they might be made of chocolate. Then, yeah. Look, I, I understand they're not likely to be. I don't want someone to write in and say, he's obviously not made of chocolate. Yeah, I know. What's but it? but I, what? what I'm going to do is I'm going to use... I'm going to dip the whole sand slash in chocolate. Dip you in chocolate in a minute. Uh, thank you. And uh, he's just going to be served in the middle of a table covered in chocolate. People can pull bits off and, and munch them. Maybe they just want to suck that I'm sweet not- cocoa off. So a vehicle for other ingredients. Yeah. But I'm not interested in, in really what he's made of. No, I just might as well I, be a bowl. I want to coat might, him in chocolate. Might, might as well be a bowl. You ready for number 29? No, I need another wee. Okay, well, uh, do you want me to do this one by myself? Uh, hey, there. here's the thing. Why don't we split this into... So here's where we've reached. We've reached the Nidorans. Now, there's a, there's a female Nidoran and there's a male Nidoran. And each of them has two separate evolutions. So why don't I cover the, the female evolutions here while you're off blasting piss all over the course of it? Mm-hmm. You come back, you do the male Nidorans. Well, uh, I don't need to pee, but I'll just uh, shut up for a minute. Okay, fine. Okay. So, I've got it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've arrived at Pokemon number 29, which is the female Nidoran. Now, this is a... How to describe this? Kind of looks like a, a mouse, maybe, with larger ears. Uh, although I do see that the, the, the evolutions after this are more dinosaur-based, so I don't, I don't know what's happened here biologically, but uh, this thing is so small that maybe I just want to like roast three or four of them on a stick and, you know, they have them at markets and kids can come by. And it's the kind of thing a kid will be like, oh, well, no, no, and the parents will get them one. Maybe the parents will eat one of the Nidorans and then give them to the rest of the kids. Uh, that's as much as I have for that one. Maybe honey roast. Make it more interesting. There you go. Nidorina, however, is, is a different affair. This is still mouse-like in shape, maybe, but uh, certainly more reptile. What I'm tempted to do with this one is I want to slice it. I want to... And again, I don't eat... It's been established I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat normal meats, so I don't really know how they're prepared or what animals they are or they come from or what it looks like or how you spell it or anything like that. But uh, I kind of just want to have like a big old piece and uh, maybe roast it with like some rosemary and thyme. Any of the other herbs are mentioned in the Simon and Garfunkel song, Scarborough Fair. And uh, just have like a traditional nice meal with the Nidorina. Why does everything need to be fancy and crazy these days? Just can you sit, sit down with a family and have a Nidorina on a Sunday, uh, like proper uh, traditional nutters. Nidoqueen is number 31. Nidoqueen is a ground and poison type Pokemon. It's also one of the few Pokemon to have, uh, and I'm trying to think of a, uh, a respectful way to say this. It's one of the few Pokemon to have some sort of tits. It's got a like a blue, hard-looking skin, but they've given it cream-colored lower jaw, a cream-colored belly, and definitely like a, like the shape of a bra in cream colors. Uh, something strange is going on with this one. I think maybe... They like like uh, like Dave having just gone to the toilet. They uh, the people at Game Freak, the Game Freaks said, "Ah, we're going to go home. You finish off the the, the Nidoran female evolution. Do Nidoqueen for us." And they, who who is it they left in the office? It's the freaking weirdo guy who uh, just wants to give the Pokemon a big old set of titties, and he's done it. He's got away with it. 
that I'm going to stay well away from that. I'm just going to eat the tail. I'm going to cut the tail off. I'm going to deep fry the tail. And uh, it's going to be one of those things where you, you just have one tail for the whole party and you bring it out and you're like, hey, come on, you're going to get some tail. And all the kids are ah! run for the tail and you just chop, 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 chop. But uh, staying away from the pervert designed areas of this creature. Uh, Dave, welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Uh, Thank you for that. Great. If you'd like to take away with the the male Nidoran evolutions. Uh, yeah, so I have no idea what he said. But maybe, that's, maybe that's better. Yeah, maybe. Um, they're very different. Like the, the female version is, I don't know, definitely looks a little bit more edible. Maybe that's just evolution. But the male Nidoran, kind of spiky, kind of small. We're looking at half a meter, so it's a little bit bigger than our... Um, uh, school ruler of a uh, female Nidoran, but um, we've got some big ears going on, we've got a lot of horns. You can't make crackling out of this, but I'm guessing if you flipped it over, you could probably cut it open and get its innards quite nicely, um, cook them up. I'm thinking some sort of pie situation. It's not that interesting, unfortunately. You could probably use the ears as spoons. And as for the Nidorino, which is the male evolution, it's just the same thing. It's a little bit bigger. Hi, Josh. You're back. I'm how far, how far have you gone? I'm on the Nidor, the Nidoran, the Nidorino. Oh, the it's Nidorino. Just, it's not great. It doesn't, look, bastard. it doesn't look appetizing in the slightest. No. I think you could probably, I don't know, crush it up with a hammer and just eat bits, but you'd probably... You'd probably <laughs> as good as anything I could come up with, but it's abomination, yeah. yeah. So that is essentially, that is... That has evolved to be not eaten. It is definitely an apex predator. Nidor King, on point. the other hand, a little bit more going on with that. Again, you've got the big old tail that Josh mentioned. But Nature has made a mistake with this one because it's made him more juicy. Right. That's the thing. It's all good until you get to the juiciest phase. It's actually in the Pokedex. The species is juicy Pokemon. Um, thick Pokemon. So, yeah, I'd be, I'd be cutting out that, that big belly, that big beer belly that it's got. You'd be wrapping that up in string and then roasting that maybe over an open fire or in the oven if you don't have an open fire. Although open fires are available, you can just make fire. Just like What's a closed fire? A closed fire is an oven, dick. Sorry. <laughs> here's, what, here's why things happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ignore that. I forgive, I forgive you it because it, <laughs> this is the thing. This is a very uh, high pressure, much like some ovens podcasting environment what we're attempting here is uh something truly magnificent we're attempting over a year's worth of podcasts in the space of one episode things are going to get wild uh you know sometimes people are going to get crazy and i'm sure we're going to over the course of this uh we're going to say things to each other which in any other circumstance would end a friendship <laughs> maybe even they'll be illegal uh, certainly immoral but we're bigger than that but at the end of the day you know it's hey we did it. We got to think about the podcast potentially. I'm not sure. I'm, I say by the end of the day that we did it. We <laughs> were on 34 out of 150. <laughs> and, and we didn't do a third of those. Uh, how are you eating? Oh, you covered how you ate in the King, didn't you? Yeah, you went yeah, in. You'll have to listen to the podcast to find out. That, I'm, not, I'm never going to do that. Uh, number 35, Clefairy. Now, after the slog that is having to eat these Nidoran evolutions, my God, is the Clefairy a welcome sight? That's a dessert if ever I saw one. I could bite into a raw Clefairy 
and I think I would have a good time. I'm imagining like a strawberry mousse texture. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and if not, certainly one could be made with, with the fats of this creature. Oh, yeah, you just whip that up, add a little bit of strawberry to it. It is. Uh, you, you, you talk briefly about the, uh, the Nidorino being naturally designed not to be eaten. This is the opposite. The Clefairy has designed... It's amazing it exists. Yeah. Like, I mean, it doesn't. Hurt. There must be billions of these things in the world because millions of them every day <laughs> must just be eaten. Just inhale, just like... They probably eat each other because they look so good. Probably. I mean, these are, these are um, 60 centimeters high. I could eat that. If it looked that, if it looked like this, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> if it looks anything like this, I get eat that baby. That's pretty good. Wait until you see what it is next, because it's just more of the same thing. Clefable. Yeah, are you, you gonna are you gonna dedicate to a way of eating it, or just you're just gonna assume it's? Uh, of the clefairy, I'm just gonna. I mean, I can boil down the fats and stuff into a sort of mousse or jelly, but uh, I'm happy to take a raw bite. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can. If we're given one, we'd figure it out. The clefable. I'm thinking much the same. Maybe, maybe I'll, 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 I'll put in a little more effort and I'll make a Clefable cheesecake. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a bigger version of the same thing. So yeah, just a heads up for you. You're going to find that a lot with these. I'm assuming, um, weirdly, as as goes in the cooking world, is the younger versions are going to be a little bit better. Sadly, so, true. Probably. Yeah. So the Clefairy is. It's essentially going to be the, the veal mm. of the Clefable. It's going to uh, be better. Basically, this looks a little bit old, a bit more stringy. Hey, speaking of beginning with V. Where's this number, going? Number, number 37 is the Vulpix. Uh, I did want to talk to you about my vagina quickly. The Vulpix okay. is a small... How's it going? <laughs> it's going. <laughs> my wow. God, I, I can't stop this thing. <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> It's like the gingerbread man. It's just on the run. I, uh, <laughs> speaking, I don't know what I did. Uh, little, yeah. de- little detour here. No one can see what oh, you're yeah. doing, so it's fine. That reminds me. I haven't seen for ages. I, I came up with a joke to do with starting a lawnmower. You came up with a joke to do with starting a lawnmower? Yeah. That's an incredibly t- twen- 2020 sentence, but uh, please, I'd like to hear it. Yeah. So how does, um, how does Bob Dylan start his lawnmower? I want to, I want to guess it, but I can't. So I'll simply have to okay. say that. How does Pay it? attention. As an audio medium, this isn't going to work. But okay, well... The... <laughs> Silence. All right. Pretend all right. Like... I'll do my best to describe it to everyone afterwards. I'm going to start the one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa! That's it. I mean, <laughs> folks, I... Uh... <laughs> Gonna put a little bit of rape in your imaginations, and uh, I just I'll tell you, he did the motion of starting a lawnmower while making that noise. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't picture that, then you're in the wrong place uh, because uh, you're this is this is an intellectual space. This is for sharing. <laughs> Any ideas are fine. Innovation is it's a good joke. Thank you. When I was a when I was a child, and this harkens back to a comment I made about the little gingerbread man, the gin, the gingerbread man who ran away. I wrote a story in, uh, in school okay. as a young child called The Runaway Pancake. I feel like that's plagiarism. It is. It was about a pancake who ran away and a lot of people tried to catch it. And I think it even like, crossed a river on the back of a fox and got eaten by a fox, which is, I think, what happens in The Gingerbread Man yeah. anyway, which comes back to Vulpix, which is very interesting how the world works. 
Um, but everyone at school, my 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 mother, the teacher, everyone was, oh, this is great. You've done a great creative work here. Years later, I realized, no, I haven't. What I've done is obvious plagiarism. It's uninventive and extremely derivative. But to the layman who hadn't read the original story, amazing. Here's the thing, though. I think they'd read it, and I think they would just fucking be a pal. <laughs> They were just having a laugh. Yeah. They were laughing behind your back. Oh, God. Uh, Look at this freck. He's done a pancake, man. Well, I've done a little... That's what I've done today. I've... I've, I've written, what was that? Nothing, Josh. I've yeah. written a little book. It's called The Runaway Pancake. The pancake. That's, that's fantastic. Yes, it's about a pancake who runs away and then at the end he goes across the river and the back of the and the fox eats the pancake. Yeah? Does he sing a little song? Look at me, I'm the Pancake Man. Doesn't really work, does it? It needs to have three syllables. <laughs> There's no song. It's just a little book about it. You didn't even, didn't even rip off the song. Didn't even rip off the song. What do you mean rip off? Don't worry about it. Mm. Form directly to my track. I must have ripped off because I must have known about the original story. Because either that or it's, it's a parallel thought. Subversive. Uh, here's, here's the thing. If you... People say this sometimes about things. Oh, you, you ripped us off. And they say, oh, I didn't know that thing existed. And you say, well, you still did. If you're sitting down, I'm talking here to you, Dave, not the audience, because uh, they can't <laughs> answer this. You sat down. You've never heard of Shakespeare. I'm sure you have mm-hmm. in real life. You're a cultured man. Uh, I, 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 I'll ask quickly. Have you, have you heard of Shakespeare? Yeah. Well, okay. You said yeah, but I'm not that. Con- Tell me, just give me a fact about Shakespeare. Um, General. Information. Shakespeare invented the compound word eyeball. That's more intricate than I imagined. Uh, just give me his first name. So no, William. Probably. Okay, well, good guess. Uh, imagine you sat down and uh, you just of your own relation wrote King Lear. Almost mm-hmm. word for word. Same story, same stuff. You're as good as Shakespeare. Yes. And I feel like society would, would, would take something away from you. They would say, Shakespeare already did it, so sorry. What they should be saying is, you are essentially... No, and not you are as good as Shakespeare. Okay, so I don't feel like people would say that. Is my point? I feel no. like people would just shoot you down. Thought experiment: if you have infinite monkeys with infinite typewriters, which I do, one of them will write. Yes, you do. Weird house. Just something got. I've always had. Yes, one of them would write Shakespeare, and the idea is that yes, you can come up with separate things on your own. But one match you did write Shakespeare. Which one was it? One of the. Uh, they're infinite monkeys, so I don't really keep track of who's who. Diddy Kong. I just look, there's a big pile of papers at the end of the day. That's fair. No, that's why you put interns. I just realized you said Diddy Kong. And the reason I didn't respond to that is because I thought you asked me, did he come? And I thought, that's not, that's not an area I want to take this bit into. I don't, I'm on board with the monkeys right Shakespeare bit, but did they come? <laughs> I'm not making these monkeys come. Finally wrote Shakespeare and then thumbed on it. <laughs> so you know what? If he, if he, if he managed to, to get a Shakespeare out there, that monkey deserves to come. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the sad, the proper tragic comedy is that he cummed on it and it had to go in the bin. On the Shakespeare? Wow. Yeah, it's very exciting. I bet Shakespeare did that once or twice. Just, just the power, just knowing that he could churn out these masterpieces. He, he probably wrote a whole play and then just jerked off on it. Why not? Just wine. Just fuck it. Pokemon number 37 is Vulpix, the small fox. Uh, <laughs> how are you going to cook and eat this one day? It's a fox. It's going to have TB or something. 
Um, yeah. I'd be very wary of it. Sometimes you want TB. Okay, that's true. Actually, no, that is true. I might actually have TB from eating some sweet corn that some badges have ravaged at my plot. Uh, too early to tell, but I'll let you know. Um, I hope so. Okay. Thanks, buddy. I'd make a casserole. Something nice and hearty for the winter months. Something you can have in a cauldron sitting in the yeah. fire in the middle of an open fire, not yeah. a closed fire. Just like a hearty stew. A hearty stew that you just keep adding to. You can add all the bits of other Pokemon that you don't care about. It's like the Tootsie Roll. Do you know about the Tootsie Rolls? I know what they are. Every, uh, every Tootsie Roll, supposedly. And this is the myth of the Tootsie Roll. I'm not saying this is fact. I'm saying this is what Tootsie Rolls say. Every batch of Tootsie Roll, the leftovers from that batch, since the very first batch, go into the next batch. So, so every, ba- every batch of Tootsie Roll has a, a, a bit of the original Tootsie Roll batch in it. I'm Googling Tootsie Roll because I don't really know what they are. So every time, you, every time you have a Tootsie Roll, you're eating some of the very first Tootsie Roll. That's lovely. That's delightful. Now, okay, so I always assumed it was like a, like a lollipop, like a sugary thing on the side. So it's like, it's like it's a, a, an inedible brown lump. Looks like a paste of some sort. It's not good. Doesn't it's, look like, good. it's the kind of thing you buy and you, know, you can spend the day eating it. I wouldn't want to. No, no. that's not good. But it's something to do. I guess so. It's cheaper something. than a book. Wasn't that their original slogan? Tootsie Roll. It's something, <laughs> it's something to do. Uh, the evolution, <laughs> evolution of Vulpix is Nine Tails, number 38. Uh, this is a far more impressive, far more glamorous creature. Yeah. I mean, that looks like squid to me, if I blow my eyes. But um, it's not. It's, a it's hair. It's all going to be hair. It's all going to be hair, isn't it? Uh, and when shave it, you'd have long, thin, pink tubes that you could fry like like calamari in a stir-fry. I mean, again, I think maybe a soup, but just like a, a soup made with like those tails. Like an oxtail, but a nine-tail soup. Nine-tail soup. Uh, That's a good name. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think we're both satisfied with that. And I think everyone listening is thoroughly satisfied with that. Number 39. Oh, boy, you're going to enjoy this one. Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Now, do you remember how, how delicious and, and sweet and edible Clefairy looked? Mm-hmm. We're right back into that territory with Jigglypuff. Maybe even more so. Really are. Because yeah. Jigglypuff is the shape of a ball, which, first, first of all, no natural creature should be. <laughs> That's not. Also, it is the most edible shape. I feel ball. like it looks like hair. Like there's a sprout of what looks like a, like a Elvis-style quiff coming yes. out of the front of Jigglypuff's head. But even that, to me, looks like it would just be bubblegum or candy floss or something. I think it's just that it's pink. If it was brown, it would something different. Yeah. If it was green... You'd be like, that looks like a macaron. If it was orange, you'd say, that's an orange. I'm noting that the... So Pokemon have types. You know, some are fire types, some are earth type. Jigglypuff is a combination of two types. One of them is fairy type, which is fair enough. It's blue, isn't it? It's pink and, uh, and, and sort of ethereal in that way. Uh, it's also just normal type, <laughs> which I don't feel like that. What kind of food are you into? Normal. <laughs> normal. <laughs> Imagine that being a classification, though, of animals in our world. Yeah. What kind of animal is that? That's a normal one. Right, <laughs> all right. Okay, well, keep, keep hard at work at the uh, zoology centre. Yeah, treading the line of animal racism here. But, uh, thank you. Man. Jigglypuff I am pulling apart like a taffy, and I've so never, had a, I've never had a taffy. I've just seen Americans talking about taffy. Why are we, why are we pandering to the Americans? We I'm pulling apart 
is. I'm not pandering to them. They don't get to eat it. I'm eating it. I'm just doing it in the style that they eat things. <laughs> um, we're getting much of the same content again with Wigglytuff, the 40th Pokemon. Okay. A little bit tougher just because of the name. It looks like a candy floss. It's a little bit country. It's a little bit rock and roll. And it's all delicious. On a stick? On a stick? Yep. I'm thinking maybe like a, uh, like a toffee apple. Just cover it in like a melted candy that hardens. and Maybe it's still alive when you're eating it. Sure, maybe it is. What a thrill. Get to the center of it and that heart's still beating in there and you realize what you've done. (laughs) It's too late by that point. Uh, Number 41. Everyone who plays Pokemon knows this one. Oh boy. You ever walk through a cave? And every five feet, one of these little fungus flies out. This is a Zubat. It's uh, Zubat. This, this is a Pokemon with no eyes. It doesn't have eyes. Uh, it has a big mouth, has ears, has wings. Uh, the Zubat is it's a Pokemon that I will be uh, eating like a jerky. I'm going to let it dry. Really? And then I, th- I feel like those wings are going to be just like you. Yeah, a little bit of... Yeah, that'd be nice. What flavors? You'd have to put some sort of... You'd have to... Some sort of Cajun spice yeah. on the Zubat. Yeah, a nice biltong. And, uh, and, and speaking, speaking of Pokemon types, this one's classified as a poison. So with all these poison ones, I'm assuming we're... we're you get a little kick. I was, was going to say remove the poison, but I mean, <laughs> you seem to be living in a, in a whole different way. You're cooking yeah. it. It'll be fine, as long as it goes over. Yeah. Number, number 42, spoiler alert, Golbat. Basically the same creature. Uh, one difference. It's got eyes. It does have eyes, and uh, that, that, I think, to me, is the key. I'm going to take the eyes out, crush them into a paste. He keeps saying that. <laughs> Just in general. No, that's not right. There's not enough. Uh, that's not part of the cooking process, by the way. That's just... <laughs> just to get off. That's just to make him talk. I'm using the wings. Yeah, it's got to be the wings. I mean, this isn't I'm a particularly gonna, edible Pokemon. Thin, thin membrane. You could Can make... you imagine if I had committed to doing an episode on every Pokemon, and I had to do an episode about Golbat? Just What's wrong with Humiliating. Imagine Nidoran, the Nidoran block yeah, okay. of a month and a half of talking about some rock bullshit. That's, That's true. This is just, I mean, some of these are just. I've got something in mind. I've been trying to say it, but oh. you keep getting annoyed. Okay. Goldback Dolmadas. You just take the wings, you take the membrane, uh-huh. and you soak it in water for them to go soft, and then you put rice in the middle with seasonings and everything, a little bit of onion, mm. you wrap it up, blah, 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 blah. cook that down in a pan of water, add some lemon juice, and then, hey, you've got Dolmadas, Golbat Dolmadas, or Golmadas. Sure, do what you want with it, to be honest. I'm... Oh, the rest of it's going in the bin anyway. Yeah, I, I hate this one. I think it's stupid. Okay, well, I think you're stupid. I am. Number 43, is <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> a blue ball with leaves on top. I'm taking the leaves off and I'm using them like they're like bay leaves or something like that. I don't want to. I want to spend any more time on this. You can spend time there if you want. I'm going. I'm going on to the next one. Gloom. I'm on gloom now. It's literally radish. That's a bar snack. Gloom now. Now gloom is more interesting because gloom has like these little fruits, coconuts, these strange little brown balls on its head. They look poisonous. Yeah, but I am. I'm put off by gloom because gloom, gloom is one of the few Pokemon who, as as a as a standard, is drooling. Just it, it has an ability called stench. Don't we all? <laughs> well, I definitely do right now. But I'm, I'm <laughs> assuming it's something. It's so glad Zoom call. When, by the way, I wonder when it is. We'll we'll see each other in person again. I don't care. This is fine. Okay, we'll move on then. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see your floating head anyway. 
those, those those things on top of its head, I maybe maybe in like a crumble. It depends what they are. If they're hard like coconuts, then just eat them like that. If they're soft, I imagine like a like an apple or something. I'd love to I'd love to bake them. Put them in a crumble. I think the whole thing is getting baked. Now we're gonna be When you say getting baked, you you mean this this Pokemon's smoking weed? Hey, it's known as the weed Pokemon. Is that true? Yeah, it's the species. And you bring up Pokedex data for Oddish Bloom and uh, the next one is a weed Pokemon. And it's getting baked. So you and are getting zoned out. And you're getting drugs zoned. Oh fucking this is a game for kids. This is a game for kids, and they're putting a freaking weed Pokemon, Pokemon in there. Yeah. Something yeah. right. It ain't right. Number 45 is Vile Bloom. That sounds lovely, doesn't it? It kind of looks like, here's the thing, in the middle it's got like a little hollow where it looks like you could put a dip. Ooh. And then I'm imagining you're tearing off pieces of the flower around its head. And, and it's still alive, right? And it's dipping them in the middle. Oh, it's got to be alive. It doesn't. It's uh, got to be alive. That's the challenge. It's essentially like a mushroom dip. Uh, yeah. Like cheese sauce in the middle. Cheese, oh, I was thinking uh, maybe like a hummus or... Uh, no, that's terrible. I'm like that. Wow, you're very anti-hummus. Every now and then, if you want it to like kind of release some sort of salt and pepper spore, you just punch it in, in the face. And it goes... <laughs> and it's, it's self-seasoning. Is there a Pokemon Peter? <laughs> like a... <laughs> Are they going to be angry with us? Pokemon number 46 is Paris. Now it's not... Paris. I know you're talking only about France. Hey, this isn't the beautiful city of Paris. Paris Hilton. This is a Pokemon talking about here. <laughs> you heard a Pokemon? I this Pokemon. Uh, this is a crab with mushrooms on it. So, I mean, this is a meal waiting to happen. This is yeah. the, this is the only meal Pokemon. Well, I don't want I don't want to jump the gun and say only meal Pokemon, but this is a meal Pokemon. How are you preparing Paris? And I want since this is a meal Pokemon. I'm expecting, an, and, I, and I'll be upfront with you about this. I'm expecting more from you more? on this one. Okay, let's do three courses. Three courses of Paris? Yeah. Okay, three I'll handle. Courses. I'll handle the main. You do the start and dessert. Don't fuck up the main then. Okay. Because I was going to go crazy and essentially use the body as the ma- as the starter. Okay, I'm going to be. <laughs> I don't want to get angry with you here. I really don't want to get angry with you here because we've got. Over a hundred more Pokemon to go through. That's true. Uh, I'm going to do one of them. Look, you've got a lovely little lobstery. I don't want to. I don't want to kick off here, but uh, I'm meant to be doing the main, and you've just okay. taken like the whole body of the of the of the thing we're using. Yeah, I know. For the starter. Yeah. What? Because the f- you don't want to overdo. You don't want to overdo a, a, a good thing. Just remember, those mushrooms on its back will go quite far. There's You're arms. using the whole thing in the starter, though. What am I meant to do with the main? You're meant to do, like, a mushroom risotto or something. Oh, fuck off. Dude, use the mushrooms for the starter, and then I use the body for the main. Fine. I've been over it. Right, so the starter... This is absolutely ridiculous. Come to a kitchen environment where it's supposed to be professional. We spend the time, we said, listen, this is a meal Pokemon, okay? This is... 
If, if, if we're going to be judged by our cooking of Pokemon to any to any of these, this is going to be the one for it. We're coming. We've made the plan. We said, hey, we'll work on this together. I'll do the main. You do the starter. You do the... You, by the way, you're already getting two courses to play around with. So, you know, your culinary magic is, is on the table here. And starter. Okay. I, 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 so, first of all, we agree on the starter and the main. Let me give you a peek inside my head, in my, inside my chef's mind. I'm thinking, hmm, so the main's going to be the main body. So here's what I'm going to do. Then I hear your voice chirp in like a like a bullet into my brain. And what do you say? You say starter. I use the whole thing. <laughs> what the? Even the mushrooms. My heart almost stopped. <laughs> this is. <laughs> You're so mad. Oh uh, my god. We can make it work. But fine, if you want. No, you fuck want it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm taking off my chef's apron. I've, I've stormed out of the kitchen. You stormed out. Oh, I've no, Gordon Ramsay that... it. So you're on your own now. You've, right. And you've already put three courses on the menu. So now you've got to do three courses. Fine. So good Let's luck to it. you. Yeah, fine. I was literally trying to. Here's the thing. I've come in, and here's what Dave doesn't know. I've come into the restaurant again in disguise. Big fake nose. You're wearing a mustache. Uh, wearing a mustache. I've got a beret on. I'm going to pretend to be a famous restaurant critic. And he's he doesn't know. Sorry? What's your name? What's my name? Famous restaurant critic. Uh, and come and sit down. And uh, I'm going to judge these three courses. And uh, <laughs> based on our professional history together, me thinks me might not be so nicey. <laughs> so, uh, oh, hello there. Hello, famous restaurant critic. Hello, Are I'm you glad you've heard of me. Uh, I believe I believe you're doing three courses purely made with the meal Pokemon Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, taste. Uh, that's qu- that's quite uh, quite ambitious. It is considering it is only a, a, a school ruler's mm. length. Long. I can't wait to see what you do with it. Most people could have used some help with this, and if they if they'd had some, they would have maybe been generous. But uh, <laughs> but glad you're doing it by yourself. I can't I can't wait to have the starter and then the other two courses. <laughs> go go ahead. Okay. Well, here is your starter. <laughs> it is a Paris claw seasoned with salt, pepper, and lemon with an aioli dip. Okay, folks, I gotta be honest, that sounds pretty good. Um, I'm a, obviously, I can't really taste it. This is a hypothetical, but uh, my God, the imagination in my mouth right now is incredible. Yeah, I've never seen, I've never seen cooking like this, and uh, not really sure why I'm here, to be honest. Yes, that was a pretty good idea. Okay, for the mains, we've got this week from the back. Awesome. Paris. We have mushrooms, which I have made into a gnocchi. Um, they're a little bit like oyster mushroom steaks, but they're a little bit lighter, so I've made a little miso gravy to pour over them, and that is seasoned with, again, salt and pepper and a bit of lemon. Sounds fucking amazing. I, uh, he's using the different parts, he's used the different flavors to complement each other in a way that I've never would have come up with if it was me doing the main course, and he's doing all three here. I, I don't want to be... Oh, boy, this... <coughs> Pretty good. Uh, sounds fine. Okay. Okay, the dessert. We have yeah. some shaved ice. If you can. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Shaved ice. We've got the eyes of the Paris just plopped on the top of them, and we've reduced the blood and sweetened it with some port, and we've just poured that over the top. Not only has he done it, not only, I mean, the, uh, 
he could have achieved the bare basics and it would have been fine but he has excelled to a level which uh, quite frankly i never believed was possible i am not a famous restaurant critic i i started this podcast with the with the intention of going through every single book one day how i cook and even with the belief that i had the the mental power to to do so and be imaginative and creative and he's coming here with one pokemon and done three fantastic courses with beyond the limits of anything i could possibly come up with uh yeah it sounds pretty good uh dave so let's just oh, move cheers, on, mate. shall we to uh well, just do you want to do the next one yeah fine number 47 parasect i uh chuck it in a fire just put it in a fire I need to yeah just do it the way you wanted to do it just sorry i'm eating big mushroom big fucking yeah. mushroom um, cool right burn that boy dave number 48 is venonat uh this is sort of like uh you know how we talked about Jigglypuff being a ball. This is a ball, also. This is a ball, but uh, instead of looking beautiful, it looks disgusting. It's like shit. This is the anti-Jigglypuff. It's like, imagine... Um, imagine... Hold on a second. I was about to say, imagine Butterfree without the beautiful wings, but take a look at this thing's face. It's the same face. This is, a, this is the head of a Butterfree. With hands. Just They've just taken the head off another Pokemon and put hands on it. <laughs> The fuck, the fuck is this shit? Quite upsetting. Well, we gotta find out that. <laughs> I'm furious with this. It's unacceptable. That's really bad. So, what would you do with it? I'd just throw it against the wall. I'd demand my money. <laughs> yeah, this one. This one's getting returned. Uh, no, I don't. Listen, I don't want to shortchange the people at home. Uh, no. I would. What good part of it is there? First of all, the feet. I guess the like the antenna looked like they could maybe be. A garnish. That's the best I can do you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this guy's a meter tall, by the way. He's a... What? <laughs> what? That's monstrous. This is a bug. Horrifying. I would just dig into those eyes. Of the That's spoon. an absolute nightmare. I mean, I forget cooking and eating. I'm defending myself. Yeah. I'm trying to live my life with this thing existing in the world. Good gracious. Imagine if you watched like a documentary from one of David Amber's things. And he's like exploring Australia or something like that. It's like, yeah. this is the landscape of Australia. And some beautiful music plays and the desert comes up. You may have heard about strange insects and bugs in Australia, but there is one lesser known creature which is very strange to see. And it's like, some funny music comes out and you see a meter tall bug run out from behind a rock. And you're like in your house, like, Screaming, you're throwing furniture around. <laughs> Trying to grab the remote, you're falling off the sofa. Yep. Uh, you know, just going crazy, barking. Britain went into uproar last night after David Attenborough's newest program showcased a one meter tall bug. <laughs> <laughs> 50,000 homes have been destroyed by families driven mad by the sight of this creature. We are now going to show a picture of the creature if you have not seen it before or think you may have a sensitive disposition please look away from the screen now i shall be uh, looking oh no they put it up too early oh my god what is that ah and she like uh, she runs off screen there's a glass smashing sound you can't write it you can't write it because if you do write you it people read it and they go crazy pokemon number 49 is venomoth it's essentially a moth it's essentially a moth except it's got sort of a samurai headgear that's coming off going on that's coming right off right yeah uh what are you gonna do with it i don't know i'm gonna use it to stab more exciting foods probably <laughs> while you're doing that i'm gonna take the back portion of this thing the butt i'm gonna split it open 
see what's in there. I'm guessing silk. Sell that to, to someone on the black market. And then I'm going to just create a soup from that and the rest of the Venonet and garnish it with the top of the Venonet. This is this has been combined with the with its child into a soup. For the best. Because there's nothing else to do with it, is there? It's like what Mama said. You can't eat them off. Excellent. We'll go back to that later again because I think that's uh, number 50. Oh. Diglett. Or ground sausage. It does look like a sausage. It does. It probably isn't, but it does look like one. But uh, there's only one way to have a diglet. You've got to slice it. On a pizza, in a mm. sandwich. I feel a like it's, it's, it, diglet is probably about the same diameter as a pizza. So maybe just one slice of diglet on top of a pizza. You'd think so, but it's 20 centimetres. 20 centimetres in diameter? This isn't even a Pokemon. They shouldn't have oh, even known. Oh, that's height. Oh, what's the, what's the girth? It doesn't say. It still it's can't be that big, can it? It's got to be pepperoni size. You could step on a diglet and not notice. I'm going to step on this one. I would like to hang it up and um, dry it out like charcuterie and then slice it. I'm into that. Duck Trio is three diglets. Same, but different. I'm going to use them as, I think I'm going to use them as meatballs in a sort of spaghetti. I'd have to, I guess so. I I don't know. I feel like I could grate one onto some pasta. That's like like a truffle. Like a truffle. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Let's move on. Number, Number 52 is Meowth. And can I just say, by the way, at this point, we have ex- <laughs> exactly 100 Pokemon left. Yes! We've done a third. Mm. Not today, we've not, we, we haven't done a third. We've done slightly less than a third. <laughs> Meowth is a cat. This is a cat. You're going to use that coin on its head to, to scoop at something. Right? <laughs> I would say that's disgusting and perverted, but that's the exact same thing I was thinking. So... Uh, yeah, I definitely oh, yeah. Know. Also, this is the one Pokemon that speaks English for some reason. You've got to kill this one quick because you're going to feel guilty. Yeah. You're going to feel going. weird if it doesn't just shush now. I'm going to just like a pulled pork style yeah. thing. We're just like stringy. Oh. I feel it's probably going to be like that anyway. Break it up. Next step of Meowth is, uh, is Persian. It's just called Persian. It's just a type of a cat. It's a type of cat, and just to describe it, it looks like a Persian It looks cat. like a cat. Well, I mean, what is there to do with this one? Uh, I'm going to cut it into little chunks, I guess, and uh, put on put on little skewers with like Mediterranean oh. vegetables. Yeah, a little bit of pepper. Um, I mean, here's what, here's what I think, and I can already sense people are writing in, they're emailing, they're commenting on Twitter, they're sending letters to my house, they're coming to my house personally, knocking on the door and saying this to me. Oh, you're being so... Just because you're doing all these Pokemon in the same episode doesn't mean you're going to be unimaginative. So unimaginative to cook this cat thing with... A, and I shut them up right there. I, I either stop reading the comment, or I put my finger on the lips, and I say, shut your fucking mouth. If 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 the if the game freaks at Pokemon get to be so unimaginative as to just put a cat in the game, then I don't have to be that imaginative in how I eat it. Okay, I would like to defend game freaks. Have you seen the Pokemon cartoon? You're going to defend game freaks. I am going to defend. You're going to come to this podcast where I make a co-host and defend game freaks only as a thought experiment, folks. Let's take it to the courtroom. Dave, dog, you come for the court of. Uh, how I can eat every single Pokemon the final episode today to defend the game freaks. First of all, they get a bad rap because they're gamers and they're freaks. Shouldn't those two things cancel each other out? <laughs> You've made me chuckle today. That's something, <laughs> that, uh, something that has not been done for years. I'm in a loveless okay. marriage. This job sucks. <laughs> you, you have my favor. Okay, so 
Put yourself in the shoes or possibly slippers. Don't tell me what to do. Put your slippers on and pretend you work for Game Freaks. All right. Okay. I'm in there. And the big boss... First of all, let me say it. I'm a real nerd. All right. We in know. these slippers. No, that's not me, yeah. the judge, saying that. That's, that's, yeah. that's me that's in the mode of the Game Freak. We get oh, it. I'm yeah. one of these video game guys. I make up little animals for a living. And guess what I did the other day? I just put a fucking cat in there. <laughs> Why do you think they put a cat in there? It may as well be. This, this Pokemon may as well be called Fuck You. That's my problem with it. I mean, what, at what point does an animal become a Pokemon in the Pokemon world? Hmm. There are bugs in Pokemon. Oh, well, now you're dropping some shit on my lap. There are bugs in Pokemon. There are fish in Pokemon. There are yeah, birds yeah, yeah. in the sky. Like, what biologically a separates a Pokemon from an animal? There's got to be some sort of convergent evolution at some point, right? There's got to be a special Pokemon gene. They can't all be crazy ducks with three heads. There's got to be some gradient of Pokemon. Unfortunately, it's this cat. This is the, yeah, this is the line between the line. At least it's got a metal ball in the middle of its head for some reason. It does. It may, I mean, it may have just been or a blister hit with a like a BB gun. It could have been that, couldn't it? Yeah. I got bit on the ass last year, and its ass turned three times its size. What did it get? First of all, your cat is thick. What bit it on the ass? It was another cat. It just had a massive pus blister on its ass. Cool. We had to get it juiced at the vets. I love getting juiced at the vets. Can I just say? Yeah. That's why I brought it up. Let's move on to number 54. And thank you for the courtroom. Uh, number 54 is Psyduck. Now, this is go. a duck that is stressed, terrified. This duck oh, just God. looks like it's having a horrible life. And I would like to end that life by pulling the beak off of its face and, uh, and, and beating it to death with its own beak. What I would do, I think, is... And again, I don't know how meat and cooking meat works. I'm going to reach my whole hand into where the beak was, and I'm going to scoop out all of its organs with my hand like I'm emptying a, a pumpkin of its seeds. I'm going to fill it full of vegetables, sew it up, put it in the oven for about six hours. Pokemon number 55 is... Golduck. Golduck. Now, if you just heard the name, you would think this is, this is a play on a duck that is gold. I this, would is a, think this, is a, this is a gold duck. Uh, mm, fine. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Look at a picture of the gold duck. Just, just describe that duck for me. It's blue. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing, isn't it? That it's blue, not gold. Unlike the dress, which was blue and black or gold and white, this is described as gold and simply blue. I wish it was in black and white because then I wouldn't know. Is that? I mean, does that? Did I need to bring up the dress? I don't think so. How are you going to cook and eat gold duck? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm making duck pancakes. Okay. And it's got those kind of webbed fingers and toes. I feel like now I said duck pancakes, I thought of something else that is going to be suited better for duck pancakes than gold duck. What's that? A different Pokemon. Is it Psyduck? Because I've just done Psyduck. No. It's a Pokemon that comes with its own leak. Comes with... Oh, say no more! Let's move on. Pokemon number 56. <sighs> the game well, can you say the name of this? The Game Freaks have gotten lazy again. It's called Mankey. I'm not defending them in court this time. Uh, it's a monkey. It's called Mankey. You kind of want to grab it by its limbs and just beat it until it's really tender. <laughs> this is, I feel like some of our frustration uh, uh, at the subject matter is, is, is translating into how we are treating these Pokemon now. I think so. I mean, this is ranked as a pig monkey Pokemon. That's pig monkey. That explains this little nose. <clears throat> it's like a little piggy. 
if he shaved it. I'm just going to eat the nose, I think. Yeah, like a little... Just take the nose off and do it like a scallop. Oh, there we go. Simple. Right, next. Number 57. Prime Ape. And this comes with its own BDSM cuffs. It does. It's, it's, uh, it's, this is a manky that has done hard time. This manky has committed some god-awful crime uh, unknown to us and has been chained in a dungeon or, or heavy security prison for, for what looks like many years. Because not only is it, does it maintain the manacles that it's been, uh, it's been shackled by, uh, but it, it looks tougher. This, it looks muscly. I, this I, creature is doing some shit, yeah. It was in Breaking Bad, I think. Uh, you, have, you seen, have you seen Cape Fear? I'm talking about the, the Martin Scorsese version, Cape Fear with Robert De Niro, where he's in prison and he's, he's like jacked and crazy. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. He's, uh, this is that version of Mankey. Yeah, uh, that sounds right. So would you still eat the nose or would it be too tough? It's probably been punched a bit, so it might be tender. I'm afraid this one might eat me, first of all. Sorry about that. No, the nose, is, the nose is no longer good to eat. What's your idea? No, I have an idea. Have you ever had crispy beef? I've never had any beef. Uh, no. That's not true. I've had beef with you. It's true. Just now. Yeah. Well, you're in for a treat. Sorry, you're in for a beef. Oh. So it's just, it's just heavily, it's just fried strips of beef. You mm. can make it out of the arms, the legs, the muscles, just... Cut it thin, fry I'm it down up. with that. As long as, as, long, as long as it's you who kills this one, because I'm terrified of him. Yeah, right? Your link to a really good crispy beef, even though you don't eat it, just so you can see what it looks like. It's incredibly thoughtful of you. Because it's important to know. Have you ever okay. wanted to, uh, have you ever wanted to eat, like, a little weird fire wolf? Mm, yeah, I was saying this the other day. Uh, crispy beef looks like a bunch of little turds, by the way. That does not look good to me. But it is. Growlithe is number 58. It's a little fire wolf, man. Okay. Um, so, I, again, I, I love a Growlithe. When I played Pokemon as a child, I loved the idea of having a little pet, a little dog that also had fire powers. And it pains me to think of cooking and eating Growlithe. It also just does not look appetizing. It just also doesn't look very good. I mean, it's going to be on fire. It's going to be spicy, but like not a good yeah, spicy, like kind spicy. of a sweet, steamy, odd spice. I guess if it's mean as to cook and eat it, I'm just going to get over with it. I just, I, I don't know. I'll just, I'll cut its head off and eat its tongue. I'll just eat its tongue as like a little, in, in a sandwich. But I don't really want to, I'd, I'd rather, if I have to eat it, I'd rather not have to know what happened to it. I'd rather remain ignorant. Okay. A little while ago, we passed the, the mark of having 100 left to go. I want to extend to you a second congratulations. We're now at the point where we have done 50. So how do you feel? I'm proud of us. I'm good. I, I can't stay on forever because this is a very long episode of that. <laughs> I, I think we may have to resume this another day. Yeah. Let's do another half hour and see how far we get. Okay. Let's um, do another four hours. <laughs> but you're going to cut this down, right? To five no. minutes. No. Uh, well, this is, this is, I think we're nearing the five minute mark now. And I'm starting to get a little concerned. But maybe it can be two episodes. Maybe. It'd be good to get it to five minutes. Here's what we'll do. We'll race through. We'll just speed run it. Okay. okay. So number 59, Arcanine. Arcanine, Arcanine uh, to me. I'm what thinking what does looks... Arcanine mean? I don't care. Um, I think it's some sort <laughs> of... Oh, it's like canine, but it's... Canine, but from the Arctic, so a cold dog. Here's another question I have about Arcanine. Its tail is like weird. Its tail kind of like comes up and then immediately down. That's actually its ass. It looks like it has an ass attached to its ass. Yeah. And I don't, to me, to me, the the look of this thing is baffling. Uh, I'm going to Google Arcanine and see if I can see some pictures of this one from another angle. I'm going to see its ass. 
again, some other iterations, some other drawings of Arcanine, some some images from the cartoon of Arcanine all have it with the same ass-shapen tail. It's very deliberately shaped into ass. I think these people are... It just makes me sad, you know, people like kind of like breeding these pedigrees and breeding, breeding until they have health problems or like an ass coming out of their ass. It's one of these... There's a problem we have. I suppose it's meant to reflect the problem we have in, in the real world with, with dog breeding. And we are speeding through the rest of these. But uh, they're, they're, have you ever seen those dogs, you know? I'm not talking about pugs with little smushed in faces or all this kind of thing. You ever seen a dog that has an ass an extra ass on it. Yeah. And it can be on the ass, it could be on the back, right. the yeah. side, yeah. underneath, maybe a little yeah. ass on each of the legs. Well, what do you think of when you think of a sweet little dog? You think of it pooping, right? Yeah. These people think, hey, I can get this dog pooping more if I give it more asses. I cover this dog in asses. I got myself a little shirt factory here. This is wrong. I'll tell you what's more wrong. I have safe search turned off and I search for RK9. Uh-huh. Just don't check your DMs because uh, that's not good. Okay. I will check them as we continue. But ha- tell me how you would eat RK9. I've already said it's going to be some sort of ice cream. Whip it up into a phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen the image of RK9. Yeah, that's a... Mm, like that. Turn your safe search on. Um, this one, I just, I just am going to skin it and and put it in a stew again. So, uh, yeah, like that's, uh, that's, uh, here's the thing. People don't eat like predators. They don't eat them. People don't eat wolves. They don't, they don't eat, eat lions in the real world. What are you going to do? Just kill them. Leave them. Just kill them. Number 60 is polywag. Now, get yourself a look at this. Take a gander at polywag. Uh, it's like a tadpole with a hypnotic sort of spiral on its belly. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I'm interested by this one. This is a this is a little breath of fresh air when it comes to culinary enticement for me. I think it's just a breath of fresh air because it's not an existing animal. Yeah, it's, not it's definitely broth. inspired by the tadpole. Here's what I'm gonna do with this one: just blend it into a fine jelly. Yeah, it's gonna be bad, but it's gonna be one of those things that rich people say, "Oh, this is good." Oh, this is great. Try this jelly, and you put a bit in your mouth, and you what you want to say is. Bah! And you want to spit it, but you have to you have to pretend it's good. That's the only way you'll get your gold coins, your pieces of silver. Judas, gobble down that polywag. <laughs> gobble that polywag, you Judas bastard. <laughs> Number sixty-one is Polywell. This is this is polywag with arms and legs. Let's not beat around the bush. Uh, I'm going to smash this freak with a hammer. <laughs> I'm going to just uh, just see what's behind. I want to see what's behind this world. No, do you know what I want to do? I just want to put it in my mouth like a gobstopper and just like suck on it for days. I have a feeling these things are horrifically large. Um, they're one meter tall. On the way, like, twenty kilograms. This thing could beat the shit out of you, and I'm not saying that in a, in a way that, like Mickey Mouse hands. Yeah, this thing's gonna kill you if you try to put it in your mouth. I wouldn't get it. I would. You need to. It. You need to shoot it in the back. <laughs> you need to like distract it with something. Just throw a rock. Maybe it. Maybe it's recently divorced, and you like fire you. You give its wife a little money to to stand over on him. Hey, wave, and it looks over and uh, oh my god! I thought you'd never speak. And even then, it would just crack the shell. It would just be—you'd have to finish the job up close. This thing's got a shell to you. It looks like it does. This is this is uh, this is a soft amphibious boy to me. You're thinking like a soft mucousy membrane. Yeah, this could be penetrated by anything. Okay, so maybe we just sneak up to it and we use a squeegee on its back to scrape off that membrane and make that into some sort of jelly. Ooh! Enough with the game freaks. This boy a real freak. All right. Uh, <laughs> number sixty-two is. Polyrath. Now, if you think Polyworld's going to be tough to take down, my God, Polyrath is... Don't you worry about hunting down a Polyrath, because this is this thing's already hunting you down. This is 1.3 meters tall, and this is as if you if you missed the first shot, mm. and you're reloading your rifle, 
your musket. This motherfucker turns around, and I feel like this one can scream like real words at you. Feel like it's constantly screaming. Yeah, is that a mouth? Maybe. Maybe that's like one long curly tooth. Uh, For those at home who don't have an an image of Polyrath, this is a a a blue ball with frog-like eyes. It's got arms and legs, and in the center of it is a large white disc with a black swirl on it. I hate it. I hate it. It's not great. Not interested in cooking and eating it at all. But if I ha- if I have to, you gotta. Oh boy, I'm just gonna take a little slice of it, like salmon, and have it with some rice, maybe. It would still be alive, and it would run off. There was out there a polyrath missing a uh, slice out of it with my name tattooed on the back of its knuckles. It would just grow back through sheer anger. Yeah. The, uh, I'm terrified of this bastard now. We shouldn't even be talking about this. Number 63 is Abra. Now, this is a sort of... And a, I don't know what this is. I think it's like if, if like a fox was made out of bones instead of fluff. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, this is a psychic Pokemon. Never oh, opens bro. its eyes. Plays around. Makes mistakes. But you know what? At the end of the day, he's a good guy. Um, he around and finds out. Having said that, I'm going to just... I don't think I need to cut it. I just pull the tail off as hard as I can. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna broil it. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on because Kadabra. Kadabra. Now this is a a a, a culinary enthusiast's dream. It comes with its own spoon. Right? It comes with its own spoon. What <laughs> animal in the real world does that? This is a, this is a gastronomic dream. It's the yogurt of animals. Oh my god! Not particularly appetizing, uh, but you have to you have to give it up for bringing its own spoon. But that tail looks like that looks pretty busy. I'm thinking a a, a, a risotto or something, something that can be eaten with a spoon uh, as a, as a tribute to the cadabra. Okay, okay, let's go with the risotto. Cadabra risotto. Cadabra risotto. Just throwing that out there. Next up. Throw it out the window. <laughs> okay, you went wild when Cadabra had a single spoon. I had a great time. I was really excited. Uh, what if I told you there was a similar Pokemon mm-hmm. with two spoons? I'm going to have a little look. Bear with me. Have a little look. I'm looking at him. You seeing him? Are I'm you seeing, seeing this mother of fuckers? I feel like he's traded some body mass for an extra spoon. There he definitely nothing. has done, and that is a, that is a trade I'm having. I want you to cast your mind back way, way back at the beginning of this podcast when we talked about eating Blastoise, Pokemon number nine. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we definitely start talking about that right away, I want to say. Oh, yeah. That was something to take on a date. It was something to share. It was, it was, a, uh, it was a double suck. It Again, double suck. this is a delicious date meal. Two spoons. The second you order this, <laughs> you say, that, you say to the, listen, I know you've retired from acting. I don't want to put too much on you, but if, uh, I'm, I'm, I, would you consider playing the role of waiter? For a little, a little, uh, a little play, I've written. I don't know. Let me give you some background. Uh, I'm imagining I'm on a date at a restaurant. I've ordered an anakazam, and you're the waiter who's gonna, you, you know, all you have to do is ask me what I want for my order, and maybe react. You can improvise this, right? So I don't want to. You can say no. I would, I would go in, but this Pokemon is a magician, right? Oh, no, that's a factor I have not considered. I'm assuming that this is going to be. You know how magicians. Have- so I, I want to stop you there. Do you mind doing this in character? Did you say this as the waiter? Well, I might need to describe it, but fine. Okay. Okay. Well, well I'll be both people on the date, so you don't have to have to... You can Daniel Day-Lewis this thing. You can get into character and... I was a DDL. Okay. DDL. Um, okay, so I'll do a okay. conversation between me and my date. So you have uh, beautiful eyes. Thank you. So do you. And we're using them to look at each other, which is very erotic. 
think it's time to order some dessert. Uh, excuse me, waiter. Hello, I'm the waiter. I don't want to disrupt the flow of the thing you were going on here, but that was fucking amazing. Thank you. I think that was so good. Yes, we were thinking about ordering a, uh, a Pokemon meal for two. We're on a sort of romantic date, you see. Yes, and you just said, can we start with the dessert? I overheard you. Oh, you, you, you were listening in? I was. Right, well, that's... Okay, that makes me a little bit uncomfortable, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't know, are you uncomfortable? Yeah, I'm, I'm also uncomfortable with that. Did you hear what we said about each other's eyes? Yeah, something about you both having eyes. Yeah, that's that's a private conversation. That's called... What you've done there is called eavesdropping. And I'd like you to pick up your eaves. It's good way to ring. It's a, a, I don't think it is. I think it's just... You know, if we want you to hear something, we'll we'll do what we did just now. We'll call you over and and say to you, "Hey, here's what we want to tell you." Like, your job here is to bring it to just uh, we tell you what food we want, and you bring us the food, isn't it? Okay. What food do you want? And you well, we'll, t- we'll tell you in a second. But I just want to establish: is this Break something you? Is this something? You, sorry. You want to berate me a bit more? Yeah, I do because it, <laughs> I mean, is this something you do? How long have you been a waiter for? Is this just like a side gig for you, or a few days? A few days. Yeah. Okay, well, here's a tip for you. And by the way, you'll get you, this is a tip. You'll get this tip instead of a monetary tip. Now, uh, don't listen in on people's convos. Okay, that's called that's called peeping Tom, ing. But with your ear, <laughs> exactly. It's listening, Tom. Hearing Thomas. We don't. Uh, we don't appreciate that. And I think. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything to your boss because I'm an asshole and a good guy. Yeah, he is a good, he is a good guy. Thanks, babe. Uh, but uh, this is so unprofessional. Uh, you probably should be fired. Yeah, for, like for listening in. You you don't seem to be taking this seriously. If it helps, you've got really beautiful eyes, waiter. Well, well, okay. That's that. She does. Uh, I mean, I see what you're doing there, but so do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Actually, you, you do have, you do. He does have beautiful eyes. He really does have beautiful eyes. What, what do you? Uh, so I, I don't want to get away from berating you. Um, we still haven't ordered our food, but uh, do you uh, just, just on the, uh, just as, uh, what do you think of our eyes? Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Definitely an eight out of ten. Yeah. Each. That's, that's pretty high. Yeah, that's really high. My it's in the upper tents. It really is, yeah. Well, listen, would you... Uh, are there any desserts that come with <clears throat> three spoons? <laughs> there are, but you wouldn't want them. What, what does that mean? There's, there's two of you. No, but what, what, okay, what we were implying there is that you could join us. What does that uh, because we had that thing with the eyes, what I mean. Well, how about you order one with two spoons, and I'll just give you a spoon later. Does that mean something? You're gonna fuck us? It just means I'll cuddle you, but with my dick in your ass crack. <laughs> so you have yourself a deal. Um, <laughs> What's the event? What what is it you've got with two spoons? Oh, we can st- we can stop the bit there. We don't need to. Uh, it's good. It makes sense. Alakazam, two spoons. Uh, it's the ice cream Alakazam witch. Okay. How long have you been waiting to say that? <laughs> yeah, about five minutes now. Number, <laughs> number sixty-six. Here we're looking at Machop. 
Well, now, Machop has got these ridges in his head. He's a little fighter, he's a little fighting man, and he's got ridges in his head. I'm seeing a toast rack. I'm seeing a toast rack? And I think... I see, kind, of head off. kind of head toast. off. But, how, but you meant... I hate to remind you of the, the podcast, but you meant to be eating this guy. Mm-hmm. Was it, are you throwing in the towel on this one? You've made it to Machop, and this is the... Honestly, Machop, I'm thinking just m- pork chops. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to... <laughs> yeah, I'll keep it that one. Yeah, Mapoke, Mapoke jobs. Variations that's get. that's too. Uh, yeah, Machoke. I am going to. Yeah, he's got these strange. Ignoring that, he's got these strange ridges in his arms, which are like little red strips of, of bacon of some kind. I'm going to eat them. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, here's the thing about Machoke and Machop. Both of them, two arms each, like a normal person, and they do look mostly like humans. Imagine if they had four arms. Are you having trouble imagining that? I am. If you are, simply look at a picture of Machamp. That's number 68, because he's got oh my four, God, arms. four arms. I don't mean forearms, as in most people have forearms in the way that below the elbow, <laughs> they've got what's called a forearm. Oh, no. Now, this guy literally has one, two, three, four. He's got four forearms. Yes. Well, no, well, he has got four forearms. You're right. They're not just forearms. He's got four full arms, but he has got four forearms within those arms. These pectorals, you know, the mm-hmm. pectorals... They're there to kind of move your arms. He's got back arms as well, so he's technically got pectorals on the inside. That's why I want to eat. I mean, you've come to me here as a doctor, as a as a biologist, and you've explained to me a unique muscle inside of this creature, and and and, and the the gastrophile. And he hears that and wants it. Well, I know he doesn't have. He doesn't have full skin because those tight pants. It's never full skin. Is that what you said? Nothing down there. Listen, we are. <laughs> We have been recording this episode for quite a while. Should we, should we resume this another time, another day? I think that would be good. Yeah. I have a life to live. You have a life to live. And also, we'll be starting on number 69, which is funny. We will be starting with number 69, which is very, very funny. So here's what I'm going to do. This is the final episode, but this is the final episode part one. Dave? I love you. Oh, wow. I wasn't, uh, that's not what I was fishing for. I mean, I guess I love you too. That's interesting. Okay, nice. Good to good to see you again. Good to talk to you again. Uh, yeah. After and here's me dropping the facade of uh, of wacky podcast man, just being a human guy. Great to see you again. Great to talk to you again. In literally months. Uh, although you haven't seen me below the neck, so I have not. No. Who knows? Who knows? Join us next time for part two of the final episode. We love you. Take care. Don't eat batteries. Uh, well, don't tell people what to do. <laughs> Yeah, eat batteries if you want to eat batteries. Don't eat batteries, please.